Well, who cares? Because we're starting episode 76. <laughs> doesn't matter how we sound. doesn't matter how we look, except for Derek. You look beautiful with that pixelated mm. screen you got coming through. Mm. Tell us. great. Um, but listen, we're glad that you're all here. I didn't think Derek was going to make it, by the way. Happy birthday to Derek. It's your birthday yeah. weekend or week coming up. How how old are you? Are you 29? Right? Isn't that what older people always do? They always 29. Yeah, always 29. That's what my mom's done for years. I'm like, shut up, mom. You're not 29. <laughs> Don't, don't lie. You don't, don't lie. First of all, you can never tell your mom to shut up. Yeah. Shut I've up, been mom. to your house plenty of times, and you never, oh, ever told no, your you mom have to shut up. Nope. You don't know where she lives, oh. what her name is. Oh, I know where she lives. All right. Here, we go. Go. Here it is. Hey, Teague, are you uh, going to treat yourself, or is anyone getting you something? What's the birthday plan, or is it just kind of like people tell you happy birthday, and that's that's it? Actually, uh, today I spent – I was actually supposed to go out with a – the girl I'm not dating um and I canceled it actually to hang out with my three kids and my ex-wife and we had like a family day because it's actually my ex-wife's birthday so we hung out um we went to dinner just hung out together and then we're planning on going to see Free Guy so I want to take the boys to go see that since I didn't get to take them to go see uh another movie Suicide Squad Suicide Squad. That's awesome. Yeah. Just Suicide Squad. No, the. No, there's a the. <laughs> the the is very important. Well, dude, that's I commend you. That was a good decision. I'm yeah, glad you did awesome. family stuff. That's that's fantastic. And I think as long as you guys go into Free Guy, we'll talk about Free Guy later with like a uh, Wreck It Ralph, just kind of fun, silly type of an approach. Don't expect it to be super serious or airtight. It's really fun and silly. So mm-hmm. just expect fun and silly. Uh, and that's I mean... There's never been a Ryan Reynolds movie, and he's been in some bad ones that I haven't liked. I just mm-hmm. like his personality. So, what's the first Ryan Reynolds movie you saw? For me, it was Van Wilder. It was the first thing I saw him in. Hmm. Uh, probably movie-wise, Van Wilder. First thing oh, I somebody. saw him in was a Pizza Guy. Or oh, two, two girls, a guy in a Pizza Hut. Two, three dudes, <laughs> yeah, two uh, guys, three dudes, a girl in a Pizza. Hut. I don't know. <laughs> and then they finally got rid of. The, pizza place and i think it was just called two guys and a girl yeah it's the worst name for a show like how <laughs> i don't know what's it's, it about two it guys doesn't sound fun. clean it's stupid i'm sorry yeah. it's it was canadian it was a canadian show right or is yeah i mean both the guys were pretty cool but ryan Reynolds was definitely the standout and then the girl i've seen in other shows and stuff like that too but it was like funny show but mainly was, ryan reynolds. Yeah. was that the sequel to two girls one cup or wow no, this so is, it is pre pre that uh, oh yeah, so it's two, a pre girls yeah, yeah. Pre- two girls one cup is a sequel to this yeah got it okay all right got it, got it. Right, we'll talk. I'll, I'll probably disappear because it's asking me to update skype and maybe that's part of my issue so let me do that so you you need to update a lot of things about yourself so wow, wow dan's coming out firing <laughs> like lots of patrons. i had family time today i'm exhausted i'm yeah. just yeah good this is the kind of dan we need the crank dan sorry yeah. f the police that's right all right, well, Derek will, uh, Derek will leave when he needs to and rejoin when he needs to. Just glad that you're here this weekend. I didn't expect you to join. So we got a whole crew here. We got Kyle here also. We got Jeff here as well. So thank you guys for 
for being here. We're going to kick things off with a new segment called Rank This. And it's meant to sound aggressive, if it does. Um, Tim, and add so, some aggression, please. Come on. Sound angry. <clears throat> rank this. There you go. Is that a little That's, better? Yeah, a little bit. Point it, was very, it was very dad-ish, but yeah, it was yes. a little better. That was... I, dude, I had to do some dad scolding today, so that's what came out naturally. Wow, okay. There you go. There you go. Trickle down dadding right now. Yeah, a little trickle down <laughs> Trickle down dadding. That needs to be on a bumper sticker immediately. That sounds like a um, Trickle down dadnomics. There you go. Dadnomics? Dadnomics. Dadnomics. By the way, speaking of bumper stickers, you know how in some cars it'll be like, you know, little Jedi on board. It, like, it's all this cute stuff, like little whatever on board. Yeah. And, Cute. We, we, my wife and I were on the on our way to a, a date last night and saw on the back of SUV or minivan or something. It just said little, and then it had little poop emoji on board. Loved it. Little shit. That's that. amazing. Yeah. That was my car. That was that was Jeff. <laughs> You're talking about your dog. It was. I was just talking about dog. me actually. I was talking about me. I was holding uh, the poop <laughs> and just for the occasion of not not your dog. He's just, that you... he's just holding poop as he drives. <laughs> <laughs> Totally normal. But all right. Well, this new segment, the idea being, and I actually want to give a shout out to a friend of mine, him, actually two friends of mine who have a podcast called um, Pop Culture with Fanboy and Know-It-All. And they cover usually TV and movie stuff. And they have a whole bunch of different segments that I like listening to. Plus, I know them. Like, we hang out sometimes. So I, I like hearing them talk movies. And um, so shout out to their show. Go give it a listen if you like movies and stuff. Also, they they do like a the Backlog Hall of Shame where they watch movies that they should have watched years ago and they talk about mm. it and stuff like that. But one of the things they do is a segment where they rank different things depending on what's going on in the culture or entertainment or whatever. So it's always fun to come up with quick ranked lists. So our first list we're going to come up with tonight are any kind of weird or strange or unusual concepts or premises around video games. And this really could be anything. It could be a game itself that's weird. That's probably where your mind would go first. Or it could be some element or concept in a game that's very odd. And some of these, we probably will have some crossover. Because I think similar games probably popped up for most of us. And that is okay with me. It doesn't matter if someone else already has it. That's fine. So let's jump right into it. Who wants to start us off in, in no particular order unless you really want to? I've got one through three. So feel free to start with number three if you want. Who wants to go first? Come I, on. Come I on. shall. Um I mean, I had to really like pull some teeth here, Tim, because I mean, let's be honest. I only play excellent games. I don't play weird games, so you know, I play ten out of tens. Well, before so, we actually before we hear which know. games, bring up an interesting point because Kyle was asking about this on our messaging this week. Weird doesn't mean bad. No, not necessarily. Weird. It just like when I think of a basic video game premise, there's going to be your good guy, your bad guy, your objective. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's a sports game, but anything that kind of falls outside of the box, it's kind of like, wow, who thought of this? If you've ever kind of had yeah. that moment where you thought, who who thought of this as a concept that that falls? Yeah, I have, where... I have a, I have what I would consider not really a ten out of ten, a close, a close to ten out of ten game in in my three. Yeah, so. I try to choose good weird games. So. Yeah, there's a lot of good <laughs> weird games. Table. And there's some real bad ones too. Just go check your Apple Store or Google Play Store. Yeah. You'll find a whole all bad mobile weird. games. So, um, all right, Dan, what do you got? Well, the first one, I, and I was like, I never played this one, but I like remember and seeing it, and I remember scrolling through the PlayStation Store, and my wife saw it. And she's like, "Is that a dating game about birds?" I don't know if you guys remember seeing Hatafo Boyfriend. Uh, I yes, the title. of course. Yeah, so basically, you're a human being in a uh, alternate reality Earth, and like bird people have essentially like taken over, and it's like a dating sim, like graphic novel game, and you're oh. dating bird people. So that's weird. 
I had always heard that title. Uh, I've heard that that game talked about. I just didn't know what it was about. That is very odd. Just like real life. Yeah, just like real life. It's just like real life. And that's how the bird flu started. Um, And then the second one I got. We'll just go one at a time real quick. Jeff, what about you? What do you got? Uh, Give us a number three. Jeff, can you hear me? Jeff, are you there? Is Jeff dead? Getting kicked out for a reason is so dope. I love when that happens. It's so They're probably cool. updated. Yeah, we're all updating slowly, maybe. <laughs> well, I already updated, so you clowns need to, you know. All right. Well, then Jeff will come back to you if you're kicked out. I'm dead. good. Oh, all right. You look frozen. You can hear me right. You were good, right? You can yeah, we can you. hear you. You're just frozen. We, we can hear you. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm frozen? Yeah. Well, then here I go. You need to let it go. You're in a very thoughtful pose, though, so. <laughs> God, I'm, I just hate it. <laughs> I, hate about it. I, I, I hate this. <laughs> this is the worst. Am I still frozen? Yes. Yeah, but whatever. Let it go, Give us your number Ow. three. Let it, let it go. It still let it. Frozen, let it go. No? Nobody? No. No, that's the genre that I hate. We're still talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, Jeff, you going to give us your number three? Yeah, oh, sure. Okay. I'm frozen. You're moving. You're moving. Oh, cool. Yay. Yay me. Um, so my number three is, um, it's kind of weird, I guess. Uh, the Stanley Parable. This is the one that I would think it's its kind of close mm. to 10. That sounds familiar. I don't know. What who... are we doing? This is our top <laughs> what three are we doing? weird or strange video game concepts or premises for a game. Things you totally like. Totally prepared for this. I'm totally prepared for this. Tim only told you about it like five days ago, so you know. Yeah. Go, go ahead, Jeff. I want to hear about Stanley Parable because it's another one that I've heard. Somebody's getting a call later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll call, I'll call my, you later. My I'll boss call. will be calling me later. <laughs> uh, Stanley Parable is uh, it's one that's really tough to explain. Um, I'm sure it's like five bucks on Steam now. It's it's not even a long game. You kind of have to play it over and over again. It's a time loop type game where you start in this office and you play a character named Stanley and there's a, somebody narrating over you that's like a British person or whatever. And um, and they're like doing narrations to what you're doing. And, it's te- and the narrations are kind of telling you where you're supposed to be going. And if you divert, the narrator starts getting mad at you and like kind of narrating it. Stanley suddenly did not know what, it, what came over him. He came, he started going to this door that he wasn't <laughs> supposed to go to. So like, there's like all these sort of secret endings and stuff that you're supposed to um, supposed to obtain through the many paths that you diverge from. It's really really hard to explain, but it's like a first person. I guess you would call it a walking sim because there's no action, but it's it's just the story of it. I'm like, who who sat down and thought of this? Like, it's it's really freaking weird. Um, yeah, it's really hard to explain. You just really have to experience it, honestly. I don't want to. Not right, you, you, obviously, because you have no taste or terrible taste. Kyle, what about you? What's a what's a weird or strange game concept that you've come across? Uh, you know, I think uh, it, uh, it's a little more recent, but uh, Octodad. Uh, that's a yeah. super weird one. Super <laughs> that one fun to is play weird. too. The title uh, alone I, is like, oh, I yeah, think, that and weird. it's a, what what it is. Everybody, it's that. It's you're a that you're an octopus who somehow <laughs> married a wife, had a kids, humans. A human wife and yeah. kids, and you're on land, and the whole idea of the game is is to make sure no one figures out that you're not an octopus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's just absurd, and like you can play it co-op where like different controllers control different like appendages, and it's just Dude, chaos. Yeah, it's so progressive. 
Uh, no, no, no. You're, you're the same dad. You're the same oh, dad. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're, just, you're yeah. yeah. You're you're controlling yeah. different uh, tentacles. So uh, you know, it's uh, and that's a really fun game to play co-op because it's just like it's insane. <laughs> so you're screaming stupid. at your friend. You're like, no, move, grab, oh. no, grab. You know, and like the know, physics just, are all wonky and like it's, ridiculous. It's like, right? it's like purposefully poor mechanics. Right. Yeah. There's a there's a character in Death Store that I feel like maybe it's not intentionally, but it feels like an homage to that game because there's a there's kind of like this guy who runs this restaurant. And if you get a meal from him, he'll actually oh, tell yeah, you yeah. where to go to find some secrets. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's clearly a long dead fisherman. It's a corpse, but on the back is this octopus mm-hmm. character that's holding onto him and kind of like holding him up and flopping his arms around. Very oh, uh, fun. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and it feels very much like Octodad. It's pretty clever, actually. It is pretty clever. Um, uh, this, this, this game is genuinely like funny too. Like yeah. if you're just like if you're just sitting there and you're getting through the like the the moment like your neighbor is a sushi chef and he knows that you're an octopus and he hates you, uh, but of course like no one believes him, you know. So like he he's just trying to kill you the entire game. I don't know. The game is awesome. I really like that game. Yeah, I gotcha. Well, for me, I'm actually I've got some weird games that I've selected, but I wanted to throw out a weird game concept that I feel like is very odd, at least for the time. Now it's very common. But any kind of Souls-like game, especially when Dark Souls first came out, <laughs> I thought that was a very weird premise. It was very obtuse and off-putting. The idea of penalizing players for dying, especially in a difficult game, and the way that they do, to me, mm. feels like this is a dumb premise for a game. Who wants to play a game where you have to redo all this work, or you have, like, who wants to be punished like this? This especially, is not fun. Especially Demon's Souls, because then they have the whole, um, what is the world tendency or whatever it's called, where like if you keep dying, like it actually gets right. harder. Yeah, which is just brutal. Decimates you. Yeah, it's just, just decimates you. So to me, like that's a good example of a very odd outside the box premise. Hey, you remember when games, because this was like, what, mid 2000s? So like, hey, remember when games in the 80s and 90s were really difficult and uh, people kind of got angry all the time, but now they've made them easier? Let's go back to making everyone miserable again. And it mm. worked because that idea actually, of, of course, as we know, has spawned a full-on genre of games. Like a lot of games, you know, are using that concept now. But anyway, I think that was a very weird one. Um, Derek, what comes to mind when I ask you weird video game or video game concept? I'm going to go with probably the only one I can think of is Death Stranding. Yeah. Damn, yeah. that's a good one. It's a great yeah. one. The whole game. I don't even to elaborate. The entire game is what? <laughs> yeah. What? I mean, it's like, gameplay. What? From story yeah. to mechanics, everything is a big question. Yeah. Like it's huh? a walking simulator, but it's open world. But like sometimes there's action, and then yeah. it's like like to me, Death Stranding is the. And I'm not. If people who listen to the show know I'm not a Kojima fanboy. I do appreciate him and respect him. I like him, so I'm not a hater. But I'm not a fanboy. And when the game came out and I first played it, I was like, this is so dumb. And then I just kept playing and I was like, this is good. Like, I like it. Very good. Yeah, I want to finish it yeah. um, because it's just very relaxing. But it is, everything about it is odd. Story, yeah. characters, gameplay, the world, like all the Even just walking the is world, weird. It's weird. It is. Like, everything yes. is weird. Yeah. yeah, that's a good pick. I didn't even think about Death Stranding, and that's one, mm-hmm. which, by the way, looks totally gorgeous on PC, and I imagine the director's cut on PS5 is going to look amazing. So excited to play it on PS5. Yeah. As well. Is the director's cut coming to PC, or is it just PS5? Uh, I think it's not coming to PC as far as I'm concerned, but like I think the PC version has a lot of these things that are 
already going to be packaged yeah. in, except maybe, the, except maybe the new content. But uh, you might want to look that up because I'm not. I'm not okay. I will. Oh, well. oh, All right, Dan. What's your second one? It's actually somewhat similar to uh, Kyle's Octodad, but instead of an octopus, you're a piece of bread. And that game was called I Am Bread. <laughs> I am bread. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Great pick. it's, Wonderful it's pick. pretty much just straightforward, exactly what it's called. You, you're playing literally a piece of bread, and like you maneuver each corner of the bread to like move around the environment. It's it's ridiculous. It's so like the, the more what like you like trust? hit the floor, like the more like crud like gets on your bread, right? Isn't that, isn't that a whole mechanic? Like, so you have to like try and keep the bread clean. If you, you can't can. get your bread dirty. Yeah, you can't get your bread dirty, man. <laughs> so, I mean, dirty. you know, it's, yeah. It's, at least oh, with Octodad, there's like a whole premise and like a story. Like, I am bread. Like, it's your bread. piece of bread. I am bread. That's the whole story yeah. right there. All right, Jeff, what's your second one? Yeah, I have one similar that's not, there's no story at all. And it's not, and it's uh, definitely, not, I didn't, this is where quality-wise, things start to dip in my list like <laughs> family parable i think is really great and then this one's fun but it's not great and then the, my number one is like just awful um but uh uh goat simulator yeah ah, yes oh, that, was, yeah. that was gonna be my next one thanks bro you're welcome <laughs> it doesn't thanks bro Time and energy thanks bro uh but like it's literally what it what it's it's who thought like what who would in their right mind be like pen to paper, I'm going to write down this really it's awesome one of the idea most, like, for a video game. And they're like, I'll just be a goat. How about that? It's one of the most popular video games to stream, like, for years yeah. and years and years and years. Like, it's it's totally crazy. So, I actually, I, I wrote this down as, a as like, an alternate one in case everyone mm. else picked mine. Mm -hmm. So, I wrote, I actually jotted down some of the background. Of course, the player controls a goat, and your <laughs> whole goal is to do, not like, whatever. Do damage if you want. <laughs> yeah. Attach things to your tongue you or whatever, yeah. But the game was initially developed as an internal prototype a joke and mm -hmm. it was like this internal oh. game jam that developed no, development doing they were kind of showing each other these different concepts uh -huh. and the early alpha state was apparently put out on youtube and so much excitement and attention they were like when is this game coming out so they went ahead and prepped this internal joke as a fully released game which yeah. they were That's like by I the way leave as many of the bugs and silly stuff in there Dude, as you can because it's, it's insane what so, what anyway. what um which burnout game was it that had the mode where you racked up the most points for just like complete just chaos all and... the way until three takedown and then that's yeah so it's almost like that but like with a goat and like yeah rag, ragdoll physics yeah it, yep. it's just create as much it chaos does make my possible. kids giggle like there's certain times when like it just tickles the right funny bone and you just can't stop laughing at something games like goat simulator and octodad do that for my kids they just can't stop laughing because it's just yeah. so silly but all right kyle what's your second one uh, my second one, I think, has got to be, like, just any WarioWare game. Ah, oh, damn it, all, Kyle. <laughs> all of them, any of them. Yeah. Uh, these games are, like, fever dreams. I don't know, they're, like, quick little 5 to 10 to maybe even 15 second, like, quick mini games. But they're all, like, super ridiculous. Like, pick the nose. Or, you know, uh, drive the car and don't hit a deer. You know, they're just so, like, quick. And it's just, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain this game. But, like, boy, you want to have a, a good time with a lot of laughs, like, at a party or a family gathering or something like that. Like, throw that on TV. It's so easy to just to play because the games are sh so quick. Yep. Um, and we get, we're getting a new one. So, yeah. Team topical. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, my number two is an upcoming game called 12 Minutes. Of course, you guys have all heard about this, where I think most of us are excited to at least see what this is about. But the, the idea of having this story take place over the course of 12 minutes and then i believe you get a chance to restart the 12 minutes mm -hmm. over and then try things again a different way mm. to me that almost sounds like a like a christopher nolan movie concept you know very memento-esque yeah. um so i i think this is cool 
and very unique take on playing a game. I, I, I think, think other games um, have done things kind of like it, but this one seems unique in its own right, especially with the perspective, all that yeah. stuff. Kind of unique. I think it's very much, uh, it's one of those rare games that kind of feels like a stage play it could be, like because it's one setting, it's one room, I think, mm-hmm. the entire game. And um, it just depends on what you find in each run that yeah. can help you get out of the situation with cops or whatever. Um, it's, yeah, it's yeah. I'm really intrigued by that. Very that interesting game. concept. I, can't wait to play it. I mean, there's a reason that this game is a, is was exciting to people and kind of mm-hmm. caught people's interest, and the, why Microsoft, I think, you know, made the deal for it to be on Game Pass. It's an interesting concept. So and it got weird. and it got really well known actors in it too. I mean, huge. Clearly, there's something there. Too. Material. Yeah. Yep. All right, Teague. I know you had said Goat Simulator. Is that your second pick? Yes. Now, not did you actually this. play Goat Simulator? Uh, just a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I got the gist of what it was. I watched some YouTube as well. Yeah. There's not much to get. Yeah. Yeah. When you can yeah. figure out, position yourself on the right part of the roller coaster uh, tracks and get in, launched. And I got one more. I don't know if I'm going to say it right. Katamari. Damacy. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Any of them. That one. That one's the. I know when that launched, that was like a. A little bit of a hit uh, for a little while where people were kind of blown away by like the fact that you start out as this little nothing and you just roll into some big everything like you just eat everything that you're you're in the way of so i know that was a uh, kind of popular for a little while and it was definitely a strange concept at the time yep. not, strange not strange music yeah. yeah strange music strange like concept strange story like everything about that game is strange very very delightful though yeah, yeah. All right, can Dan, what's your name? Uh, can we do next week our top bro games? Yeah. <laughs> that's much what, So that's Gears much of War 1, yeah, Gears of War 2, Green yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, we actually should do that. I think that's a hilarious but idea. But after, after you pick your game, you always have to do this. <laughs> bro. Bro. All right, Dan, bro. what's your number one? What's your number one weird game or concept? I mean, yeah, it was it was WarioWare, but I was scrolling through this list. I don't know. Do you guys remember uh, Nobi Nobi Boy? Yeah, which was so, actually yeah. from the same team that uh, did Katamari Damacy, I do which was that. somehow even weirder. Uh, right here, it's uh, so you play as Boy, a long fellow that looks caterpillar-like, and you must stretch and accumulate as much as you can to earn points that can be spent on Girl, the game's main love interest. It's like, all right, sure, okay. We've all been there. And and, and Nobi. Hang Nobi, on, let me make sure I can summarize that correctly. Boy likes girl, so stretches himself into a yes. long fellow. I mean, yeah, yeah. This, the it. screenshot of the character that you're playing, Nobi Nobi, is pretty phallic looking. So, yeah, got it. So, there you go, Nobi Nobi. All right, Jeff, what do you got for your number one? Um, this game actually, I, I was looking at it as we were going over other titles, and it actually reviewed well when it came out, but in retrospect, did not. Um, and that's Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Have you guys played this? Yeah. It's like Aerosmith, the shooting game, you know? Oh yes. There's an era, there is an era of like banned video yeah. games. But this one is even more so puzzling because there are so many kids in this game. Like so many children. All makes sense now. That's your main mission is finding children and saving them. Hey, Michael, so, what do you want to make sure in your video game? Lots of kids. Lots of kids. Yeah. <laughs> so before before Goat Simulator was Pedophile Simulator. <laughs> oh, God. Pivot, pivot. Pivot, <laughs> pivot, pivot. So the combat is literally... Can we cancel our own show? <laughs> <laughs> 
I played it recently because I've I've been to I go every few times a year I go to one of those arcade places, arcade bars or whatever, and this is at several of them. So I yeah. played this recently. It's a bad and, game. Yeah, it's really awful. The combat is like short ranged, uh, like pew pews, like but you do it with like dance moves. You're like pew yeah. pew, and you uh, you can spam your special, and it pauses like the entire game. And it's like lightning comes out and you like a dance. And it's like just me and my brother playing it. We're just spamming the special and annoying the crap out of each other. Yeah, um, pretty bad. Pretty and bad. when you walk, it's just it's literally moonwalking. Like the entire time you're moonwalking, even forward. Wouldn't have back. any other way. <laughs> great song, though. And the game yeah. sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, it does sound pretty great. <laughs> great, great, great song, though. Great song. You know, it's funny, though, like a lot of the indie games that are revealed these days, they go for the same art style. They want oh, that yeah. same <laughs> yeah, yeah. art style. All right, Kyle, what's your number one? Uh, my number one, also topical because a new one's about to come out. Uh, no more heroes. How many mm. games do you Forgot simulate? I'm sorry, kids who are listening. Masturbation. Uh, uh, to like that's somehow how you power whispering up your sword. it into the microphone. I know. I, I immediately that's when it came I out, noticed. I go, like, that was. He's like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like looking around. <laughs> make sure kid? my kid mom here? is here. No, I'm not with my mom. Um, I can't be screaming out words like that. Uh, no, what a, what a weird concept like there's yeah. there's like mini games where you're like mowing yards there's uh the whole idea of the uh of the story is ridiculous where you're trying to like race through the ranks of like being uh, a hero an assassin, or assassin right? or something yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. an assassin yeah uh and yeah just the whole concept of especially on the wii like where you're shaking the wii remote just to like charge your sword is just um good job suda suda's the yeah. weirdest guy in the entire world suda 51 anytime he makes a game like all of his games could be on this list uh lollipop, yeah, chain, lollipop chainsaw you know if we want to throw that mm. on there i forgot uh, about that one. yeah yeah they're they're all, all of them james gun, hey james gunn wrote that game by the way guys Did he? james gunn wrote, yeah he, he, wow. uh, he was involved with lollipop chainsaw um that's why he got canceled yeah right briefly uh suda 51 very very fun stuff and uh yeah if y'all have never played any of the uh, no more hero games i think they're all on the switch now um and the new ones coming out, come out in a couple weeks, so um yeah good stuff very weird what's, Derek, the, what about what's you? the one where you play as like a mexican guy who kills like I, I it's like all it's i think it's pseudo 51 and it was actually really shadow of the well. damned you're talking about shadow of the yeah damned. And it was very it weird very cool. yeah. plays just like resident evil 4 it's got the same. Yeah, it's like, actually games. a pretty decent game. Yeah. Very fun. Yeah. Derek, what do you think would be the weirdest game that comes to mind, or did you already? Okay, mean? so for me, Death Stranding was the weirdest game. Um, okay. I just went out of order because I was trying to figure stuff out uh, because I was prepared. Um, <laughs> we know Biomune. Bio yeah. Um, that is weird. I know it doesn't seem like on paper or you know. Because we're kind of used to playing, you know, those style games. Like the gameplay is not weird or whatever. But when you really think about playing in an open world game where it's apocalyptic and you're playing as a rat squirrel who does kung fu and shoots <laughs> shoots guns and fights other big beasts over this tree of life, it's sure. pretty stupid. It is pretty nuts. Yeah. And it's um, actually a decent game. Whereas we're listing off a lot of trash games, most of them are trash. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm close out. Thanks. I'll close out the segment with <clears throat> what I find to be one of the strangest, most disturbing, but also I think it's been pretty popular at least for a while. There uh, games. It was on Steam called Who's Your Daddy. So oh, who's oh, your yeah. daddy? there's a remake of this coming out. Too. Who's they actually? Yeah, they just put it out this past year. Um, who's Your Daddy 
Let me just read the description to you because I won't do it justice. Let me just read to you what this description is. Oh, of course. Okay. Sorry. It's a casual one-on-one -on -one video game featuring a clueless father attempting to prevent his infant son from certain death. So the daddy's goal is to prevent the baby from dying. He has a number of items he, that can be found inside the house to help him oh, complete okay. these tasks, such as power outlet covers, cabinet locks, <laughs> pills. Father player has the option to do various chores around the house, such as cleaning up toys or changing the smoke alarm battery. Doing these side activities rewards you with a power up to help you watch over your son. Some of the visuals of this are so freaking stupid. It's, I love yeah, it. Really messed up. Yeah. It's, it's, super <laughs> good. it's super good. Um, so the, that's the daddy player. The baby player. Your goal in the game is to kill yourself. Right. So you're trying to take your own life using whatever objects you can find <laughs> in the house. Uh, everything girl. from shoving forks in the power outlets, drinking various cleaning products, or jumping into the full tub. So the baby has very little responsibility, and you're just trying to kill yourself, basically. I mean, just the idea of this. I think it, here's how I guess it started. That's the dream. Probably a new parent was like, this could be a video game. Like, just trying to protect my <laughs> stupid toddler around the house could be a game. And so then it probably turned into, what if you were playing against someone who's, because it seems like the toddler's actively trying to hurt themselves. I can mm. attest to that as a dad. It could feel that way. So I, I bet you that's where it came from. But what a oh. weird idea. Oh, you want to be the dad who's trying to stop the baby or the baby who's trying to commit suicide? Which that, one do you um, want? That, de that dev's uh, baby sounds like a real pain in the ass. <laughs> Big, uh, yeah, just Big like, time. dude, stop trying to kill yourself. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like the inverse of that dragon cancer. Mm. <laughs> Way to bring it down, Jeff. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, that game was such a bummer. That was a, that was a dark joke. All right. <laughs> I like really got, dark. Got real. I like. I think it. I found bottom. I think I found the bottom. No, nope. I say do it again. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. There's our rank. This segment. We'll do bro games next. I we're actually gonna do that because I love that idea so much. We're gonna do bro games uh, next time bro. we do a rank this. All right. Oh. We got some headlines to get through. I actually need to get a sound clip of Derek saying that. Bro, -ho -ho. like I need to get a sound, like a, just a little clip. And before <sighs> each game, we do that. All right. Uh, in general news, Life is Strange is seeing some delays, specifically the remastered collections getting pushed back to next year. Yeah, um, the True wow. Colors, the wow. sequel that's coming Someone to followed. Switch, the Switch version is being delayed. They just won't say when. It's sometime this year. They said look for a um, new release date. In the coming weeks, no no surprise there. It's not easy to get things running on the Switch compared to other consoles. Um, so there you go. There's some delays with Life is Strange. Um, this one is interesting too. I thought this was very strange. But I, apparently, the Nine Inch Nails guitarist has actually done other video game work too. I didn't know that till I read this. Uh, but the Spec Ops, the Line director, and Nine Inch Nails guitarist are opening a new studio called Cosmic Horror, and they've got a game that they're working on together. But apparently. The Nine Inch Nails guitarist. I'm blanking out on his name, blanking on his name for the moment, but he's apparently been involved with video game mm. stuff before. This isn't his first time. So mm. anyway, mm. that's a cool hobby. Yeah. Wasn't the lead cool singer filter? He used to be the Nine Inch Nails guitarist. I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, is that who it is? He used to be. I'm sure okay. that's not who they're talking about. I mean, like yeah. obviously Trent Reznor is started. Trent Reznor, but yeah. Right. Yeah. And then he started filter. Filter. Yeah. So there's there's been all kinds of rumors bouncing around, and I've seen these several places. I think I think one of you guys, maybe it was Dan, I'm not sure who, added this to the headlines, but I've seen this bouncing around too. Um, there are all these rumors and reports about Grand Theft Auto Remastered Trilogy potentially being in the works for multiple platforms. It sounds like it's going to be more of the kind of last-gen and Switch platforms and PC. It could be wrong. Mm. 
But the good news is, if you want a PS5 or Series S or X, pretty much everything is backwards compatible at this point anyway. Mm -hmm. So anyway, it sounds like they're going to be doing GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas with a combination of old and new visuals. I'm not sure exactly what that means. That's the yeah, general. I have no idea what that means, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm excited. I would totally play this. If they uh, at least updated the uh, button mapping and yeah. uh, auto-saving, you know, um, I'm in. Like, you don't have to do the much to the graphics, to be honest. But, like, I'm not using X to go. You know, like, that's... that's I don't play games like that anymore. Um, I don't know if y'all try to go back and play those games, but, like, yeah. they're hard to play. And, like, yeah. if you die in those games, you just go all the way back to the beginning of the mission. <laughs> so I mean, San Andreas was the first game that I waited in line to get. So I have fond memories of getting that, that yeah, taking it home, firing it up. It was probably, like, 1.30 a.m. by the time I got home. And I remember playing it all night. And it was... I forget what day of the week it was. I'm pretty sure I didn't go to school the next day. If we even had school, I can't remember when it was, but I just remember getting home and how excited I was firing it up. And at least at the time feeling like it lived up to what I thought it was going to be. I'd read every preview I could get my hands on about this game and I loved it. I, I miss a lot it. of the RPG um, elements that they introduced in that game. Like we yeah. still don't, we still don't have them. And I feel like it's, no. it's prime to put stuff like that. You get game. fat. I mean, come on. <laughs> so, yeah. You could get, you could get jacked. So everyone real quick, which one is your favorite out of the, out of the three? Uh, Vice City for me. Vice City. San Andreas for me. Derek? I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, wow. What are y'all talking about? Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, or San Andreas? Do you remember which one you preferred out of those three? Oh, three. Three. Three was okay. a classic, though. Yeah. yeah. Three's good. Three San changed Andre the entire gaming landscape. San Andreas. San Andreas, San Andreas yeah. So much of three, when Vice City came out, I couldn't play more than a couple hours. And then San Andreas, I did dive into a lot. But what was cool to me was that it was a true open world. You had essentially, was, right. I think it was three cities in it, San Andreas. Yeah, it was three and sections. It was yeah. basically then, a state. Like, it was the whole state yeah. of California. Yeah. And then you had, like, the countryside in between. It was, oh. But at that point, at least, it was pretty groundbreaking. It was the baby version of five, essentially. Like, five is, like, really, like, yeah. the kind of, like, full scope of what they... Probably wanted to do that. Three and five are the only ones I've beaten. I never beat Vice City, never beat San Andreas, and never beat Four. Oh, man. Vice oh, City has Vice a great story. Was, was just the, the story finale. of Scarface, and it was like the, the way that they retold it was just perfect. Like, yeah, I, just, I really like the story in that game. And Ray Liotta doing all the. Ray Liotta yeah, so yeah. great that, in that game. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's it for general news that I've got at least. Sony, I couldn't find a whole lot, although I did look at their blog a little bit this week, and I really liked the. Info they gave on this upcoming game called Fist Forged in Shadow Torch, which I think looks pretty awesome. Um, I just assumed it was going to be another action RPG side-scrolling platformer, but they went into the combat system. And if you haven't had a chance to look at it, I encourage you to go take a look. Um, there's all kinds of combos, and it looks like a much more intensive combat system. Now, this could end up coming back to bite it. Like I feel like we just talked about a game last week. I'm blanking on the title, that Viking exploration one, where the combat kind of was too complex and not fun. Um, mm. I forget what it's called. Anyway, um, it, it can ruin a game if you try to overdo it with complexity, in my opinion. But Oh, this, Unto the End, I think? Unto the End. Yeah, yeah, yeah Unto yeah, the yeah. End. Yeah. yeah. That one, I think the combat, their attempts at making a complex combat system kind of made it not fun, to be honest. Yeah, big time. Um, but here's hoping that this Forge and Shadow Torch game, I think the, com the visuals look really cool and <laughs> it delivers. So that comes out September 7th. On PC, PS4, PS5. On my so. radar. Yep, that one looks cool. I don't love the name, 
but whatever. Yeah, it's a little lame. But I mean, if he had just called it Forged in Shadow Torch, that probably would have worked. Or I don't know. I don't know. Uh, any kind of anytime you have an acronym, I kind of roll my eyes a little bit. It could just be from working in so many corporate settings where everyone uses acronyms for everything. It's like <laughs> sure, stop. Oh, sure. They sure do. Um, but I mean, fist does make sense. It's a rabbit with this giant mechanical <laughs> fist. So right. I mean, that's true. You know. It's a little on the nose, but yeah, I'm with you. Um, all right, so I'm going to go through some of the highlights from both Microsoft and Nintendo had kind of mini presentations recently. Um, specifically for indie stuff. Some of it, I think, is worthwhile, even if you're not interested in indies. Um, so stop me if there's something that you're interested in and want to chime in on. Otherwise, I'll go kind of quick. Uh, Loop Hero. Generous. Loop Hero is a game that I really have enjoyed on the PC. I got it on sale on Epic Game Store, and that's coming to Switch this holiday. Uh, that's a great game for the Switch. Um, so anyway, it's not going to be for everybody, but I really like Loop Hero. If you, if you can get it for like less than 10 bucks, I think it's worth it. Um, far changing tides. We knew that was coming. We just didn't know it was coming to switch till now. It's coming early 2022. I liked the first one far loan sales. I thought was a really fun little game. So changing tides looks cool. Here's one for all of you guys. Really. I think you'll all like this one. Boyfriend yeah. dungeon. Uh, yep. I mean, you can download else. that now, right? On game pass. It's, it's free on game pass. I really game thought pass. one of y'all guys were going to come out and see, like I played that this week. Cause <laughs> Derek probably has, he just doesn't want to admit it, but yeah. yeah. I mean, so this game, Boyfriend Dungeon, could go a lot of different directions. The title alone is like, what is this about? It's mm -hmm. a dungeon crawling game where your weapons essentially are people that you can, are boys that you can date in the dating sim part of the yeah. game. So, <laughs> yeah, it's right up your alley. Um, is there a Sasan weapon? Probably. <laughs> I mean, some of, some of these boys are very pretty. What would Sasan be as a weapon? Um, he... I don't know, man. Nunchucks, maybe? Morningstar. I have no idea. Yeah, I was going to say a mace, maybe. Yeah. A mace, yeah. Uh, Axiom Verge 2, to me, was the biggest announcement from the Nintendo Indie World announce, uh, presentation mm -hmm. because it's a pretty anticipated game, and all of a sudden, boom, it's out now. So I thought that was kind of cool that they did that. And I'll talk about that later. I'm enjoying that one. Cool. Uh, Same. Island Islanders Console Edition is this city-building sim, very simplified city-building sim that's out now, too. I don't know much about it. Metal Slug Tactics. If you haven't watched the video for this, this looks really cool. I'm I think excited it's, for this game. I think it's been out elsewhere, or no? Maybe I just saw no. a trailer. I don't know. No. We saw a trailer recently in another presentation. Yeah, I forget what, that was the first like... time they showed it to us. Yeah, okay. it yeah. looks amazing. Like the looks animations, so cool. yeah. and the art. Oh, just gorgeous. Um, coming in 2022 to Switch. That's another one that to me is like a natural fit for the Switch. This is a pretty big announcement. Tetris, Tetris Effect Connected. It's coming in October to the Switch. I don't know that it'll have quite the same eye candy as you'll get if you play it on a more powerful system but mm -hmm. i'm sure it'll still look pretty good and it's tetris i mean tetris is fun i like tetris effect so give that one a world yeah connected is a good one yeah yeah it is good uh eastward i think looks really great if you haven't yes. seen the video for that it's from chucklefish i think it's the folks who made uh stardew valley right isn't that the... well it's the, i think it's the same like um publisher publisher but it's not the same developer, developer. No. Okay. Um, okay this is the one i'm most excited for and it has a date finally september 16th day before my birthday Ooh, yeah. um i i saw an it's article like birthday, but it looks good it looks okay good. well uh, wow. you could see you in hell so thank you um <laughs> i saw an article uh title unnecessarily real quick. aggressive and and the t the title of the article said that it it's like almost like Last of Us meets like Legend of Zelda, which oh, sounds cool. pretty like a cool combination to me. Yeah. So. Oh, 
the the visuals alone and kind of some of the gameplay they showed was enough to sell me like yep i'm gonna check out eastward this one looks really good so yeah. uh, and then there's a whole bunch of other games i won't go through them all right now but go go check out the announcements from indie world if you're interested in what else is coming to the switch a few of them came out that day but uh, i think a lot of them aren't really worth taking our time on yeah, one thing Beast is the only one i recognize out of all that Gang Beasts, okay. Gang Beasts oh, is super fun. There is a spinoff of the Shovel Knight series called Pocket Dungeon, but it looks nah. very much like a match three mobile game. Plus, I just want a new, I just want a new Shovel Knight, bro. Me too. Yeah. I mean, new Shovel Knight. Although Cyber Shadow is a fantastic game from that same team. Sure. Uh, I recommend if you haven't tried that one. Uh, I was replaying that recently, actually. Uh, Spelunky One and Two is coming to the Switch August twenty sixth. So in Ooh, a couple, of it weeks. belongs there. Honestly, it belongs on the Switch. Yeah. Yep. So that'll be good. Also, just saw the news of July's reporting from MPD. Of course, the Switch continues to lead hardware sales for the month of July. And of course, through seven months this year, it is 100% leading the way against the competition in terms of hardware sales. Now, is that because of the constraint of supply of the other ones? Maybe. But it's still doing well. It's still doing really well. I like how, like, a month ago, everyone thought we were getting a Switch Pro. That's my favorite thing. (laughs) Like, this thing is selling better than ever, and, like, Nintendo's suddenly going to be like, all right, so, on to our next thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Exactly. (laughs) And then then Valve (laughs) swung in and gave us what we wanted. You know, it's funny. I'm one of the few people that's excited about the OLED. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's cool. If I didn't have a Switch, I'd be all over that. For sure. I I I love, I think, think I'm... Boosted it a little bit more, sure. I'm I'm a I'm a total sucker for OLED screens. I just I have two switches. I don't need to buy a third. I'm sure, the screen will look nice. Um, I was telling you guys earlier today my the website I've been going to a lot recently, videogameschronicle.com. I recommend that one to folks who are kind of tired of politics being shoved into their video game websites. But uh, they had a recent opinion piece, and I had to look up the title again because I love the title alone, and the article's good too. But it says, with Switch OLED, Nintendo continues to do the bare minimum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is very well, accurate. That's not wrong. Yeah. But did wrong. they mention anything about, like, you know, pay wage and all that stuff, the quality of payments and things like that? It is political at all. I mean, it's maybe it is political. Not. Maybe. I don't know. What is, what is it called? Again, the, the the site. It's videogamechronicle.com. Not the article, the site. Yeah. Video yeah, game yeah, chronic. Yeah. Videogamechronicle.com. Does anybody know uh, Bruce Green's uh, like who he works for now? Uh-uh. Uh, he works for himself. I Bruce, was thinking Bruce Green. Yeah, Bruce yeah, Green works for him. He, he doesn't work for anybody. Part right of now. some YouTube. No, oh, well, he he and video. Lawrence do Inside Gamers or Inside Games. But hmm. like, uh, they, that's that's owned by them. They they don't they don't they they specifically yeah. got away from like, you yeah. Know, they're their own. They're they are their own employers now. Yeah, yeah. They they didn't want to work for an entity anymore, so they they broke off into their own thing. Because I like <laughs> Bruce, and then the one that got in trouble, and so I wanted to. I, the one that got in trouble well, is probably at, Adam yeah. Kovic. I'm yeah, assuming Adam, you're yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah. 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 He yeah. hasn't done anything sure or said anything. He's a, he's totally faded away. So gotcha. yeah, he quit. He quit basically everything. He, after that. he he quit the public. He's not like that Ryan guy who was on Achievement Hunter, who just like was who like, I'm actually, just gonna start streaming again. Who, who actually again, did like some some really messed up stuff. Adam like cheated on his wife and like made a sex video with his wife. Oh. You know, like that that was like his in big the workplace thing. apparently. In the workplace, yeah. The other Classy. guy was like a- the other guy was actually like 
I don't know, grooming like girls girl, or something. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was it was a it was a weird. And it was like a month Rooster or two Teeth later. Had a really like... rough year, guys. Yeah, yeah. They did. <laughs> Rooster Teeth did not have a great. Who was, who was that? Who was doing that? And, uh, Ryan was something. Ryan. Yeah, yeah, from Achievement Hunters. Yeah. yeah, he's one of the founders also of yeah. of Rooster Yikes. Teeth, I believe. Yeah. All right. Well, um, Skyward Sword, of course. Sorry, I, I got remember. us off track because I know. Yeah, kidding. you made us get real for a second, Derek. That's fine. Unacceptable. <laughs> uh, Skyward Sword is the number one selling game across all platforms for the. That's month super surprising to me. I didn't. I, I don't know why, but that's super surprising to me. Well, there's so many switches out there, and people yeah. are looking for that new next game. And Zelda was sitting there looking probably Zelda to a lot a of folks name. like a, looking like a brand new Zelda game, as far as True. some people knew. So mm-hmm. people are going to be really surprised when they really play. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have to do what with the controller? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, I was not. Con- I. I thought about it, but I was not convinced to bite the bullet on that game. So. I am going to buy it when it goes on sale, but we all know that never happens with these types of it, games. It so. will, but it'll be on <laughs> sale. Like $5 like, off. Yeah, it'll be like down to $48 instead. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Like, sure. I'm just, yeah. I, I, I think Skyward Sword gets a little bit more hate than it deserves. I think it's a pretty fun game, and it's got some sure. great dungeons, sure. but, yeah. like, I don't know if I want to double dip on that game. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, Microsoft has some stuff going on, too. Uh, I wanted to talk about a couple of things that Phil Spencer said recently I thought was interesting. He tweeted out a picture of a Steam Deck, and this is what he said. I'll just read his tweet. He said, was at Valve Software this week talking with Scott, Eric, Gabe about Steam Deck. After having mine most of the week, I can say it's a really nice device. Games with me on the go. Screen size, controls, all great. Playing Halo and Age feels good. xCloud works well. Congrats, SD team. I'm sorry. All I hear is Steam Deck. That's all I hear. Beach deck. Deck. Okay. Deck. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think this is kind of cool to hear. It doesn't really say anything about, like, you know, Game Pass maybe coming to Steam Deck. It's more about xCloud's going to work on there and things like that. Where, But it makes me hopeful that if they were there, if he was there for a long time and they had a series of meetings, how cool would it be if they figured out some way to be like, all right, we, you can launch the the uh, Xbox Game Pass That's coming. app. I promise oh, that, that right has there. to be coming. Yeah, without without having to like code or break your system. Yeah, I, I don't like necessarily. I don't on... really want to install Windows, so make no, it I, yeah. work on their OS. You know, make it work right there. There's got to be a deal coming. I'm, I'm hearing just... some static. You guys hearing yeah. some static coming through? Yeah, I'm hearing some major. I mean, that's why I disconnected because I don't know why everything's staticky. I thought it was just me. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think not. It's not... Yeah. Now it just sounds like a storm's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so moving on, I'll just push through the static. It's fine. Uh, Phil was asked about putting Game Pass on Switch, and I assume that question also in- insinuated maybe Game Pass elsewhere. And his response was this. We have no plans to bring it to any other kind of closed platform right now, mainly because those platforms don't want something like Game Pass. That's pretty much what he said. Yeah. At the end, he did talk about how he's looking forward to the whole industry evolving and getting rid of console wars and allowing players, as he put it, to paraphrase what he said, I want players to be able to play on whatever device they like the most. If they like a certain controller, they like a certain platform, play there. And if you want to use Game Pass or any other service, you can use. Like He's looking forward to a day when everyone can just pick which device they like and have the services and games available from everywhere. Games are going to be available. I love that idea. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a little bit pie in the I sky, think but I like it. probably talking about playing through apps, through TVs or something, just getting rid of consoles. Yep. I think that's a big part of it for sure. I also think 
it's, and he said it sounded like they were open to conversations with closed platforms, but right now there's no interest from them. So, yeah, he left that door open that Microsoft is always I open. Val, I bet Valve and Gabe, like, uh, we want it. And I, I, I'm telling you, maybe not at launch, but I, I bet it happens at some point. It just it seems so obvious to me, but we'll see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everyone's going to get paid. So why? Why not? <laughs> yeah, That's right. That's right. I feel well, like Microsoft is in a more flexible place to do business like that. Yeah, considering Sony and Nintendo have been so successful doing what they are already doing mm-hmm. financially, so it just makes more sense for Microsoft to be like, let's just play around and see what we yeah, can come on. pass on. You know, put us everywhere. Yeah. Just yeah. throwing money everywhere, buying Bethesda, doing whatever. Like, right. It's working. I mean, it's, Game Pass. I, think it's, I feel it's like forward thinking. Xbox is yeah. Xbox is more forward thinking, whereas PlayStation and Nintendo. And I'm not condemning them. I will at least say PlayStation's doing it right as far as how they're releasing top-notch games. Because at the end of the day, that's really what sells it. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, Xbox offers, you know, Game Pass and, you know, a lot of people stream YouTube. I choose to stream YouTube through or do media stuff through my Xbox more than PlayStation because I find it to be easier and better um, to, to utilize. But at the end of the day, PlayStation sells because... They've got a huge library of games that are exclusive to the consoles. But at some point, that's not going to work anymore, especially if Microsoft can start teaming up with PC and all that stuff, or other companies are up and coming, and they start getting more and more games. I think they're more future-proof, to be honest with you. Yeah, I agree. It's forward-thinking. It reminds me of... You know, when you had Netflix versus Blockbuster with the mail-in services and stuff, and then Netflix went streaming, and it was like, who wants to do this? No one's connections are good enough for this. What are they doing? And they they gambled on it, and of course, we know that it paid off, and they ended up being a big part of the reason that Blockbuster imploded. Not the only reason, but a big part of it. Um, So anyway, all right, uh, moving on. Xbox did have an indie showcase, and there's a few things worth highlighting here as well. I thought Anvil looked really good. Um, it kind of looks, it has that same kind of crisp visual look as the Ascent, although not quite as detailed or high quality, but still looked pretty good, I thought. Um, Aragami 2, I think, looks like a lot of fun. That yeah. ninja stealth game. That looks Can't cool. wait for that. So that'll Anybody be another game. played the first one? Like, I was all excited about it, bought it, and then never even tried it. I have not tried the first one. No, I haven't either. This definitely, it looks I like Tenchu Lights. I have it on PC, too. Yeah, that's why it's stupid that I've never played it. Yeah, never played it. Uh, but that will be on Game Pass Day 1, September 17th as well. Uh, Evil Genius 2 will be on Game Pass, coming out sometime this year. This is like a... kind of looks a little bit like Despicable Me, the game, like strategy version oh, game. Okay, yeah. that's what it is. I know I've heard of this before, and I, I was like, why does it sound so familiar? I thought oh, it's that a Despicable really Me cool. ripoff. Yeah. yeah. I thought it looked pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I like the concept of it. I mean, it's, it's a strategy sim type of a game where you're leading an evil empire, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but very silly. Like, it's very tongue-in-cheek, very silly. Like, fun. It's not meant to be serious. Uh, what is meant to be serious is this game that kind of surprise released on Game Pass called Library of Ruina. It's this anime RPG card game. Like, super serious and dark-looking. It's, it's out now if you want to go give it a try. Yawn.org. <laughs> you had me I at just, anime RPG I just and you lost that me a domain. card game. Yeah, right. <laughs> Anime RPG, yeah. Cards. Just, oh, I gotta be on. honest. If the cards aren't in front of me and I can't touch them, no interest. Zero. <laughs> Except for Zero Gwent. Gwent is fun. Gwent is fun. You know what? I'll I'll, I'll trust you on that one. I don't triple know. try. Triple <laughs> try. Triple triad from Final Fantasy VIII. Also fun. 
triads. Yeah, but those are like in-game. Like I'm talking standalone, like playing Magic the uh, Gathering yeah. via Xbox Live. Sure, like get sure. out of here. Come on. Sure. Go to go to your local comic book store and stop being a loser. <laughs> stop being a loser. Stop being a loser and go to the comic book yeah. store. Yeah. And go be a loser, you know, in person. No, not at all. <laughs> Got it. Uh, Lightyear Frontier. There wasn't really a whole lot of detail on what this is going to be. They're saying it's one to four player open world farming exploration game with crafting resource management and base building. I'm not sure exactly what it's going to look like or play like, but Lightyear Frontier had a trailer. Uh, Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous, I thought, looked pretty cool. This is medieval action RPG. It looks really violent. Uh, is it a sequel really... or something? I, I don't think I've heard of yeah. it. Yeah, Pathfinder. Oh, the first one is called... Um, it's got a different subtitle. I forget off the top of my head. But yeah, I think is it's... it good or do you remember it? Not sure. Oh, it's okay. Good. I didn't play it. Yeah. I'll check this one out. I'll the trailer check. looked really good for this one, though. Yeah. It's out oh. in March. Uh, Stardew Valley is coming to Game Pass. So that, yeah. that's. Whatever happened to that? Oh, yeah. the, the like Stardew Valley team? They were working on like a Wizarding World of Harry Potter type of. Are they still working on that? Okay. I, I believe so. That uh, again, I keep forgetting if it's like the publisher because there is a publisher which I think is Chucklefish, right? I I, I mix it up because yeah. there's the actual developer of. I'm um, pretty sure the actual developer was working. Because Stardew Valley Valley, I think is just one person. I could be wrong, but I believe. I think, it's just I one think guy. it's just the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. think I, I wouldn't quote me on that, but I'm. Yeah, pretty, yeah, he's yeah. working on like a Harry Potter esque Wizarding World, yeah. like Wizarding yeah. Wizarding School type. Where you're of going game. to college or yeah, school or something. Yeah. Which sounds cool. So. Yeah. I'm into it. So, oh yeah, I was I was like I'm totally into that. So. This last one I wanted to talk about from the Xbox showcase, I I just think it's worth highlighting just because it's really unique. Um, it's called The Veil, Shadow of the Crown. And I was reading the description of the story. It's kind of this this adventure game, this RPG game. You make decisions, you level up, all this kind of stuff. But it's completely audio-based. So it was designed okay. to allow blind I did, I did check this players one out, yeah. to experience mm. it and make decisions and, and play. Like, they're able to play the game. It's all audio-based. So I'm not saying that um all games should be something that i can play and enjoy i kind of like that there's stuff out there that because i don't struggle i don't have that disability yeah. i think this it's really cool that there's at least one game i don't know of any other games like this outside of like audiobooks and choose your own adventures i don't know of any other video games that have been developed completely with uh blind folks in mind i think that's no. pretty pretty freaking cool yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you couldn't play it if you didn't yeah. have that disability. But I think it's like super unique. Like I, because I, I was fast forwarding, I was fast forwarding through the whole thing, and then when I got to this trailer, I was like, "What's even happening? Like, it's not showing any gameplay, but there's this yeah, audio going text, on. Yeah. It sounds interesting." And then, so obviously now I know and get what it is. So I think that's really cool. So yeah. comes out August nineteenth. Uh, I think it's already out on PC, but anyway, coming to to Xbox, um, not Game Pass, but Xbox. And there's a few other ones that are. That were talked about. Ali Ali World looks like it'll be fun. Eon Eon Drive I played a little bit of. Oh okay. Um, the demos. It's, it's challenging. Yeah, it's challenging. <laughs> okay. It's a platformer. You use like a a dart or something to teleport. Like you throw it somewhere and then teleport there. Mm. And um and there's like timed rounds where it's like you have to. I I don't think it's the whole game. I think it might have just been the demo. Okay. But part of it was like timed rounds where it's like you have 30 seconds. And you have to collect like more time as you go and bank mm. it. And then as you get close to running down the clock, you can just press Y and add more time. And you're constantly just like trying to get to the end of the level while you're killing bad guys and stuff. It's 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 like a speed platformer in a sense. Yeah. But it's got that noir eighties neon type feel. Like the uh, Justin Timberlake classic film In Time. Right? 
Yes, yeah. Yeah. That we oh talk about to what this a day. Wasted concept movie. of a freaking movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that sounded so good on paper. Oh man, I'm so disappointed. All the right actors too. Yeah. I mean, in mind, all the right actors. And yeah, I mean, like yeah, yeah. JT can act. Like it, just, it was well, directed by the guy movie. who did the guy who did the Crow, I think. Alex Proyas, I think, did that one. <sighs> like so, I mean, yeah. And he did what Not did he do? That was also folks. good. I think he Not did iRobot. I think he did iRobot too. I like iRobot too. I enjoy that one. So this director is good, and he just like totally like, flubbed this entire concept it's such a good concept like gambling with time come on uh, man. come on come on man <laughs> uh derek teague left it says on my screen yeah derek he did he really like pop, he's popping back in he's, yeah, popping yeah. he's actually a huge um, fan of end time so he left yeah i bet <laughs> i bet he is um all right well that wraps this up for headlines unless i missed something and then we'll go into stuff we're playing and watching did i forget anything anything else jump out to you guys i can't think i couldn't think of anything else so Okay. Yeah. All right. We we do we are going to do this, and this is an exciting announcement from us here at uh, Current Gen Incorporated. Uh, we are starting a GoFundMe to get Derek a microphone to record yeah. us. <laughs> Please. Yeah. So or, if you would or like at least to no chip network in, lag, whatever's going on over there. Chip in. <laughs> Just teasing. Sorry. And then uh, he mutes. I know he's having some technical difficulties. Sorry, didn't mean to upset you. Okay. Uh, let's talk about. You hurt his stuff, feelings, Timothy. Stuff that we are playing. <laughs> Uh, stuff we're playing. Um, I want to start off with uh, Hades because that's a game that's been out, of course, yeah. for coming up to a year, I think. According to count... games, games journalism, it's the game of the year from last year. <laughs> a lot of games yes. journalists gave it yes. their game of the year. Um, it is an excellent game. Um, but Hades is now out across other platforms that wasn't out before, specifically. <laughs> nice, Derek. Specifically. Uh, I didn't even know that was a thing. What is happening? On PlayStation as well as on Game Pass. So that's one of the, the biggest pieces of news here. Did you? What is happening with all of our reactions on Skype here? This is getting a little silly. This is a Space Jam sponsored call, apparently. Are you doing that, Jeff, or someone doing that? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> now there's penguins on my entire screen. Yeah. Uh-oh. Things are off yeah. the rails. So Derek can't figure out his audio, but he has figured out emojis for the entire he's, team. He's just Got he's it. speaking through emojis, which is what kids do nowadays okay. anyway. So. Can y'all hear me now? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Does it sound great? Right. Yeah, it sounds yeah. awful, but we can hear Tim, you. Tim's allowed this nonsense well, to happen, so. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, call me, call me on Monday, Tim. I don't want to hear your shit on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> What do you talk about your performance on Saturday? I'll let it, I'll let it slide this week because it's your birthday. All right, so uh, Hades. I actually started playing this a little bit again. I picked up my save game that has cross saves between Switch and PC. So I started playing it on the Switch a little bit. Dope. Just kind of got reminded about how much I really enjoy this game. But I specifically want to find out what you think, Dan, because I think you downloaded it and played it a bit. Yeah, it's my first time playing it, actually. Um, yeah, it, it's it at first at the, at the very beginning, the first like hour, maybe two hours, I I was like, all right, like this is this is cool, but like, it's not. I'm not quite getting why people were like so like this is the best game ever. And, and I'd say about you know past that two hour mark, I'm like, all right, I get it, I get the loop. So I, it it's kind of like with Returnal a little bit, like when you have like a good run and you're getting the right stuff, like and it's clicking then it's like, oh, this is super fun. But then when you get the rounds that it's like, oh, I'm not quite getting the right things. And then it's just kind of like, I'm not enjoying this run as much. And then you die. And it's like, well, I just, all that time was wasted. I don't, I don't like that you have to fight the bosses again. That's bullshit. All right. (laughs) That I do not like, at least in Returnal, you can, you beat the bosses. Like you don't have to fight them again. So, Mm -hmm. right. 
Um, so that's my main gripe is fighting the bosses again. I don't like that, but otherwise I get it. It is, it smooths. I like the way he dashes around. It looks um, really good. Yeah, it looks really good. The, um, the, uh, VO is mostly good. The, what is it? Meg, her yeah. VO is kind of weird. Like, it, like audibly it sounds weird. I think it's almost trying to give her like a demon voice, but like, it just, I don't know. She sounds like she's just kind of phoning it in. Is that she just sounds me? A little bored. No, she sounds a little bored. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's just what the character because the character looks bored, like her like portrait, like yeah. uh, the character portrait looks bored. But I don't know. What um, I do like is that they keep. Uh, thanks for all the claps. Uh, I do like that they keep um, unveiling more and more connections and plot. The more you go back, right. every time you die, yeah. even characters like her that you run into, they start to like have more of a background. You start to understand. I think that you have like yeah, a yeah. room that you keep your trophies in and stuff too. I think that's yeah. a nice touch. Um, the spear is op as hell. Just yeah, throw, just throwing that out there. Good. Um, spear is great. I actually really like the shield myself, especially Shield's for really, the shield is what I use the most. Actually, yeah. the shield I guess is, a, is the best for that first boss because you can um, she can almost not touch you at all if you use the okay. shield right in that battle. But the problem is once you get to the second and third areas, yeah. I don't think I the shield's the one. best. I was anyway. I was liking the bow, but like it, even though it was kind of slow, I was like, oh okay, like kind of keeping a distance yeah. is actually working for me in the beginning of the game, kind of trying to get a feel for it overall um but yeah the spear for me is like it just makes the most sense also i have that um when you look into the mirror and you kind of get all those like extra attributes and stuff um i think there's like the extra damage for uh back attacks Mm -hmm. and the spear you can throw and then like grab back so that you're always like every you basically hit them twice and and the spear coming back to you always does a back attack so you're just doing extra damage every time so it just like it's like a perfect it's a perfect uh combination so yeah yeah, I also like on those upgrades how you can swap between like two different versions, kind of like a light and dark power up, basically, which is pretty mm. cool. Um, oh, like, not know, switching, awesome. not switching between weapons on the fly. Also, kind of like, eh, I kind of wish you could at least switch between two of them. But that's cool. like a that's a minor gripe. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Hades is fantastic. Was it my? Was it objectively the best game of last year? I, I really don't think so, but that's okay. I think if people enjoy it, that's great. I th- it was one of my personal favorites in terms of just I had fun with it, but I don't even think it cracked my top five, though. So it was good. It just wasn't. I don't know. You can't pretend like it's better. I'm sorry. You can't pretend like it's better than Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us yeah, Part Yeah, no, no, I know. Yeah, it's like insanity to me. I, I, still have that, I still have that old world thinking where like indies and, and, and big games yeah. are just like, you, they're just on different planes. You can't well, no, it's, it was I mean, like... My, it was like the best surprise of the year. Yep. Yeah, it was the best yeah. kind of smaller game of the year. Absolutely. Like it yeah. it fits it a des- bunch of it other It deserves categories. all the praise that it gets, but not yeah. quite the greatest game of the I mean, it's just not Final Fantasy VII Remake. I mean, let's just be honest. So. It's not The Last uh, of Us 2. Which is the third best game of that year, yeah. It's the third best. You're right. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. You're the third best game last year. Thank you. That's actually a really good accomplishment. <laughs> so this is one that I'm kind of interested in and want to hear those of you who tried it out. The Forgotten City. What is what is this game about? I've seen people talking about it. I looks like I think I'm the only one that played it. Um, I'm very interested to hear about this because I'm hearing like it's this, getting this super was great a scores. Skyrim right? mod, right? Did I, I yeah. Mean, I, if I'm not mistaken, right, yeah. this was built out of a Skyrim mod. Yeah. And uh, by like a team of like four people or, or three people over four hmm. years. And um, it's it's like a time travel murder mystery of sorts, uh, where you start you start in present day and you're talking to somebody who just pulled you off of a out of the out of a river or something like that, and she's trying to like get to know your story. This is where you customize your character and name your guy, um, and she's like trying to like explain uh, 
like her name and that she had a friend that went to um, went to the mountains and disappeared and hasn't come back. Can you go find him? And of course you say, yeah, or else there's no game. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you go into the mountain and then you find there's like a, a hidden city that's underneath the mountain, like within the mountain. Mm. And um, there's a portal there that allows you to travel back in time to this city. Would where... you say that city was forgotten or? It was definitely forgotten. Okay. Because uh, people... <laughs> When you, when you, uh, I even forgot what it was called. I don't even remember the name of the city. I totally forgot. Um, when you're making your way to the portal, you're passing all of these frozen statues that are like golden. Mm. And you're like, what the heck happened here? It seems like they're in the middle of doing something and they froze. So you're, you, you go to the portal, you travel back in time, and you figure out there's like this um, uh, cardinal rule or, or whatever that uh, this, this city is, is kind of trapped in where... If any one of them commits a sin, which they still haven't really figured out how to define the sin, if any one of the any one of the citizens there, it's like twenty something citizens, commits a sin, then all of them get like frozen, like and it's like Medusa plus Midas, basically, where all of them get frozen gold, basically, mm. um, and you have to figure out who's the sinner that causes that because you just came from everybody being frozen in gold, you know it happens, so you have to figure out who causes that to stop mm. it, and um, so there's there's way more. At the beginning, at least, there's. I know there's action in the game. I just haven't gotten there yet. In the beginning of a few hours, you're just having conversations with like twenty something people, mm. and they're in depth conversations. There's a lot of dialogue choices. Oh, does it like... does it look pretty good? <laughs> it looks decent. Like you know, they're, they're, it's clearly an indie game because their mouths don't really sync yeah. up completely. Like it's got that Life is Strange type quality of their mouths. Mm. Uh, but everything else looks great. I mean, I'm playing it on PC, and it looks pretty fantastic. It's, it's not like a loop game, is it? Like, like you yeah. haven't reached a, something where like everything ended and you missed your opportunity, so you have to like start it over again. Oh, like it's one. It, I misunderstood. It's like it's like one consistent uh, story. Yeah, it is, it, it is like a time loop. Like there, there's, oh, it is. Okay. At least in some of the gameplay walkthroughs that I've that I've, I've kind of skimmed through, there are certain points where it's like, oh, there's a guy chasing me, and I have to run back to the portal now and start the loop over again and figure out what went wrong. Mm. Okay. Um, Interesting. So th there is a certain point where, yeah, you, you do have to start over um, if okay. you screw things up, I guess. But it's it's interesting so far. It's definitely got me wanting to play it more, and uh, that's more than I can say for most games right the now. The writing's good. Like the, the writing's great. It's okay. I'm very surprised by the writing and the in the voice acting because uh, mm -hmm. it's like I said, it's like a team of like three. It says at the very beginning, it's like a team of three people or whatever that worked on this game. So I'm I'm very it's one of the so rare far. like moments in time where like just these dudes were working on a mod and then someone was like this is a real game, let's make it one, you know, like <laughs> Isn't that what Portal was? Portal, uh Counter-Strike, you know, yeah. actually lot, lots of stuff from I Steam, mean apparently. Goat Simulator, some of the yeah. great. Goat Simulator <laughs> like we talked about <laughs> earlier. Yeah. Great small, that's what it's Ghost the greatest of all time, time guys. The greatest of all time simulator. <laughs> well, tell me about Genesis Noir. This is one that I actually installed at one point cuz I think it's on Game Pass, isn't it? Yeah. It is. You're right. It's and then I never got around to even trying it, and then needed space for something else, so I got rid of it. But um, it's... I'm, I'm not sure if it's just PC because I played it on PC. I, I installed it on it's my on PC. It's on consoles. Okay, it is. Okay, but it's yeah, it's definitely on Game Pass. Um, I would say it's worth. It depends on how tolerant you are um, with with certain gameplay challenges, but uh, because uh, the graphics are just unfrickin' believable, man. Um, the art style is basically just a movie, like an artsy indie, black and white animated movie. What kind of game uh, is this? Is this an action game, adventure? Is it's, it? It's like a. Uh, oh my god, can't even define it, dude. Let's just say it's indie, because the gameplay leaves a lot to be desired. It's kind of like you're controlling your character at a certain point and moving across the screen. 
And then at certain points you're not, and you're just doing different actions that have nothing to do with what you were doing before. So sometimes walking simulator? Sometimes, sometimes. walking. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you're planting seeds in the ground. The the image I keep seeing gives me very much a uh, yeah. ni what's it? Nightmare Before Christmas vibe where he's like standing yeah, yeah. up there singing at the moon or whatever. I'm I'm almost thinking, like, have you played Dreams, Jeff? Like the story yeah, mode in Dreams. It almost kind of reminds. That's what it's like. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, and the the entire soundtrack is like jazz. Um, mm. So they're they're telling the story of the Big Bang, but they're using actual people to tell the story. Okay. Um, and they're using jazz to tell the story, and they're using like these incredible. Again, the visuals are just incredible. But if yeah. you you are not patient with the gameplay, I totally get it. I I quit. <laughs> I quit like after 30 minutes today. Like, I mean, Uninstall. <laughs> at a certain point, you're just like, all right, I got to play something else because this is driving me crazy. Like, I can't figure out what, what this game wants me to do. Yeah. Sure. Um, and, and definitely don't, I mean, I guess you have no choice on an Xbox, but try to avoid a controller because like, I was watching some of the walkthroughs and somebody was doing it with a mouse and keyboard and it was like way easier to do some stuff than on a controller. Okay. Right. Uh, it, so I found that interesting. It's weird sometimes that like it's like I get that you're a game developer and like this is your yeah. idea, so you're making a game, but it's almost like, hey, maybe like pitch this idea to somebody who can just make it as an animated film. It just Dude, sounds this like should have been a movie. I yeah, mean, it sounds up. like it should have just done that. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it would have been yeah, more it had all the moving parts. The animation is just off the charts, so freaking good. And yeah. seriously, if you like guys go look up screenshots, you'll be like, holy crap, look at this. This is a game. Yeah. Um. And and they have the concept down, which is like super high uh, high concept uh, stuff. And some would even say, you know, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Indie. Up, up up its own butt. Let's just say that. Mm, snooty. <laughs> so, like, pretentious. Yeah. So pretentious. there's definitely there would be an, uh, an artist like a there's definitely a section of like film snobs that would absolutely love a movie like this. You know what I pretentious mean? Pretentious is Keep probably the word, Dan. Pretentious is the word I'm looking for. Yes, thank you. Uh, vo uh, vomit from Derek's mouth. <laughs> right, Derek? Hey, speaking of Derek, are you have you had time to play anything? I'm curious if you have and what you've been playing. Have you had time to game? I know you're really, you know, you got a full schedule there. Uh, the only thing worth talking about, I mean, I'm continuing my playthrough of Judgment. I started uh, the Assassin's Creed DLC, the Druid one. Yeah. So I'm in Ireland right now. Um, Ireland? And that, that's the same Assassin's Creed so far. But um, I haven't gotten to where it gets different, I guess. Okay. But um, the other thing, okay. the main thing I want to talk about is Back for Blood. So I was able to download the open beta before we recorded mm -hmm. the show. Mm -hmm. And I played like three or four rounds. And when I say rounds, like mini chapters or whatever, as you're moving through. If you know anything mm -hmm. about Left 4 mm -hmm. Dead... Yeah, you're kind of yeah. moving through this mini campaign, but they have like you go from one safe house to the next safe house. Yeah, so right. it really does look feel like we're playing Left 4 Dead 3. Like Good. it's just Left 4 Dead with systems changed just a little bit. Obviously, different enemies, updated uh, graphics. Same type of character type interactions where they kind of just yell at each other, especially if you're shooting, you know, if you're shooting your AI partner or, or your co-op teammate, they'll yell at you like, hey, watch where you're shooting. And then they'll yell back like, well, get out of my way or something like that. <laughs> um, right, there's, there's but that the game is super fun. Like, that's not a negative thing for me. I've been waiting for Left 4 Dead 3 for 
a long time. And I mean, obviously I can't predict the future, but with the way I've been in gaming, I think this is the type of game I want. Like I like the ones where I just boot it up, jump in. And I like co-op, even if it's with randoms and just yeah. play the game. And I did notice when I'm playing with actual random players, like real people, you're a little more successful, meaning the bots are not seem to be too good. Like they just die a lot. And it's like, okay, well, that's annoying. Um, you don't want, and to be fair, in a game like this, it's really hard to pro- program AI. And what I mean by that is, like you don't want them OP, but you also don't want them dying a lot. The player's not yeah. watching the AI character. Like I, I don't sit there and watch the AI character. The only thing I notice is, damn, you keep dying a lot. Or you know, if we were to win and I get like six kills and and the AR AI characters have like five points, obviously I'm OP. So it's it's a hard thing to balance. It's like. I think that's what they're going to probably get a lot of feedback on, though, is the AI. Um, But now, were you, did you notice and were you offended by all the racist things that the zombies say? (laughs) Um, Did you guys hear about this story? Yes. (laughs) Which is absurd because it's just two audio pieces, like things like overlapping. And it's it's just like people's like minds, like bridging exactly like two separate audio. Wait, what did they say? Yeah. I don't know. Although, and, like, the second that it was Kotaku who was breaking, like, the story, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what this is about. Derek, yeah. I wanted to ask you, because, like, I, so I've never played Left 4 Dead, obviously. What? Um, what? Get out of here. Come on. What? What's the deal with the decks? Like, I, I am oh, in the game, and there's, new. like, decks. Yeah, what is, yeah. The, what is the deal with the cards? Yeah, because that's, like, uh, that's not part of Left 4 Dead. It's like, Gears. So it's kind of like Gears, um, where... Or even Titanfall. I think Titanfall 2 had it, where okay. you could um, use cards to, like, kind of boost certain things. So, for instance, um, I think the main card I was using was where I get, like, an extra life. Like, uh-huh. I have the ability, like, to, to revive myself or revive somebody else. Um, and then there's, like, just stats, like um, 10%. More stamina, ten okay. percent more. Are yeah. you reload twenty percent faster? Ten percent more health or whatever it is. So it's just little RPG stats, um, and they they just use deck of cards. So you That's, earn cards. Are, are you are you pulling from a deck of cards that you've collected and that you're keeping, or is it random every time? Like, how does this, how does that work? Or do you? Does um, not really... I from what I was noticing is I keep my card. Okay. So I cool. use them. Um, and then you earn more cards as obviously as yeah. Yeah, cool. And then you you can only use one card per round or whatever. So you pick what card you want to use, um, and then you use it in that round. I don't know if it goes. I think it just goes away. I think it's kind of like uh, where like I don't know if you guys played Motorsport um, Seven, yeah. but they have cards and you can. You can assign those cards to a race, and then after that race, the cards are gone. So I imagine it's the same thing. I wasn't really paying attention. Mm. I did, yeah. I think, three chapters or three safe houses, then got to the fourth area. Two people dropped, so I had two bots and then me and this other guy, and we were getting absolutely obliterated. And I did it, like, three times with them, and I was like, I'm out. 
Um, so obviously <clears throat> it, it starts to increase difficulty as well. Sure, sure. I don't yeah. just think the bots are terrible. I also think it was, hey, the first three rounds are kind of pretty simple, to be honest with you. The other thing is uh, guns. I was noticing that I can pick up or buy upgrades to my guns. So you could have like a um, carbine and then you can add or you can find in the world maybe a scope and you put the scope on it or extra ammo clip. Um, yeah, I was so struggling to even find cool. I was struggling to even find like a different what I start so my first round and the only round I played, I had a pistol and I was like, how do I even switch to an yeah, assault I rifle or anything? Out with a machete. Okay. And then I found a sniper rifle probably three or four minutes into the game. So oh, I was okay. a little annoyed that I'm playing around with a machete. Yeah. And then I'm not a big sniper guy. Sure. I will say in this game, because they kind of auto-aim, auto-target, the sniper <laughs> works just fine. Even though you think, dude, you're getting blitz with um, with uh, zombies. And the zombies are pretty quick. So they, they get on you yeah. pretty fast, like left. Sure. Um, so there's... So, uh, but the sniper still seemed to work. Like, is it going to be my go-to? No, but I don't think it's out of place in the game. Okay. I think you can kind of sit back, let your other um, teammates get in the mix, and then you kind of sit back if you can, which is hard in this game because you got to remember, the, the enemies come from everywhere. So you might yeah. think you're in a safe spot. Like, that's what I do. I'll tuck in a corner and I'll be like, oh, I'm just going to take people out here. And then all of a sudden I see the red alert letting me know behind <laughs> me I'm being hit. I'm like, What's going on? And they yeah. they crawled over the wall that I was standing by, and they just started eating me. Yeah. So if you like <laughs> Left 4 Dead, if you like co-op games, this is the game. If you like World War Z, it's World War Z, but with it, but it's in first person. Mode, if it, which, it feels honestly, great. I love third person games, but for this game, I prefer first person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it definitely feels good. Like, the I guns feel good. So. These to be for, oh, it's real tight. It's real tight. And like I said, it has auto-targeting. So a little lock-on to, like, the mid-section mid of a, an, an enemy. And you can quickly tap up to try to get a headshot if you can. Um, but, yeah, it, it makes it a little bit easier. I'm sure you can disable that if people are like, that's, that's lame. But when you're fighting 40 to 50 zombies at a time, auto-targeting kind of smart plus plus you get uh you can take you can take damage from your teammates so it's smart that they would be like hey let's lock you on the enemy even though they can still walk in your way and you shoot your teammates instead of accidentally thinking because it's easy to think you're shooting at a zombie but really you're shooting at your teammate yeah well this game comes out in about it's good. seven it looks weeks good. right yeah october yeah, mid-october october, yeah. right can't wait yeah. I'm gonna, be awesome. gonna keep playing it, and if I love it, I might go all in. It's another one of those games where, yes, it's coming the Game Pass, and I like that. I do. But if I can get extra stuff, like in-game stuff, and get early access, I'll pay the money. I like mm -hmm. owning my games anyway. So if this is a, a game I will actually invest in, like that's what I'm doing with Forza. I know a lot of you are just gonna do the free version. Totally get it. But for me, Forza Horizon 5 and Back for Blood are two games I'm very excited for. So if they have yeah. the content, which I know Forza will, I don't know about Back for Blood. But if they have the content that's worth it in the $100 version, I'll do it. Yeah. Um, and I like the fact, I know people are probably going to hate this and they'll hate on this. 
the three people that listen to our show. I like when you buy the more expensive version that you get early access. I know I that because they don't want to spend the extra money and they think it's unfair. But I like it. So yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't usually, mind it. If a game's yeah. worth it, I will pay. I think it's an awesome perk to be like, yeah, I got a three day head start on it because I, you know, paid you know a little extra money. Like yeah. I don't think there's Doesn't anything bother wrong me. With that. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't bother me. me. All right, well, you mentioned uh, the Wrath of the Druids DLC for Assassin's Creed. I just started that as well. So I am in Ireland, and some of the, they've unlocked some cool systems. Hey, nice helmet. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. All right. Nice helmet, there. This is, is Commander Shepard. I like yeah. it. And I approve this message. Um, but yeah, they've this got is my some, favorite store. Or whatever. This is my systems, favorite podcast on the Citadel. <laughs> some systems they've introduced <laughs> over the months that I, I wasn't aware of. Yep. They introduced things like river raids, which I wasn't aware of, where you can it's a whole new map where you can go and just do raids. It's just basically how how long of a run do you want to do before the raids get tough? Because the idea is every oh, cool. little settlement you hit along the way is you know, you're creating smoke, you're burning stuff out. So the next settlements are aware that you're on the way and they start beefing up their defenses, they call oh. in support. So it gets tougher as you go, the rewards get better as you okay. go. So so they added river raids, which is pretty cool. That was separate from any DLC. I hadn't tried that yet. Um so that that's pretty interesting. Um and then, of course, they've added some other pieces, too. Like, there's a lady who will show up in your town uh, when this meteor kind of hits the ground nearby. And you go meet this old lady, and she says, this is Freya's door. And she introduces you to a whole new uh, series of training missions. And they're kind of these challenges you can go do. Um, so that's pretty interesting, too. But the actual DLC uh, over there in Ireland, it's really cool. It's a whole new area. Um, it's nowhere near as big, of course, as the main area of Valhalla. But I think the negative is it's a lot more of what you already are doing. You know, your map kind of has the yellow glows when it's a chest and has the blue when it's some kind of event or, you know, special thing to go look at. So it it's pretty similar in that vein. But what I like about the Druids DLC is they introduce this concept of trading. So you go and you, you free these trading posts. You find out who has the deed for the trading post. Maybe a bandit stole it. Maybe some politician has it. And you have to go <clears throat> follow the storyline quest to get the deed for that trading post. And then you can officially set it up as a trading post. And it might provide furs or it might provide wood or whatever it is going to provide. And then that unlocks uh, more items for you to buy from your main new ally in Dublin. So they, they added that system in there, this trading system. When it comes down to it, it still is a little bit like just taking over little forts. Um, and then you know, going through a series of, of little side missions to, to unlock some new items. But it's a cool concept. I like it. The story is okay for Wrath of Druid so far. But since Siege of Paris just came out, I wanted to try that too. And since Derek bought the full season pass, I went ahead and downloaded it and started that as well, just to see that. I, I'm much more impressed with the area of Frankia that they've added. I think the area is much more visually impressive, and it just kind of looks more interesting. Mm. Although Ireland is cool. Um, and the storyline already has me hooked for the Siege of Paris, comparatively to the one for, for Ireland. That being said, if Valhalla didn't really do it for you, if you didn't like, let's just say you had to go ally with a new area, you arrive, you meet a couple new characters, you get a feel for what the story is going to be and what you have to do, and then you go through the series of missions, right? That's kind of how Valhalla was structured into all these little chapters. You guys remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, Valhalla? yeah. Yeah. These are very. Know, Tim, there was so much story. I don't remember. You know. These are these are very similar in that you arrive, you meet this new group group of characters, you find out what their motivations are. Here's our new villain or whatever, and then you kind of go through that story and unlock more of that area. It's not if you didn't like that, 
or if you really dislike that, then it's hard to recommend this. There's not, I mean, there are a few new gameplay pieces that they add, but ultimately it comes down to more Assassin's Creed with, with sure. a few additional pieces they've added in. So it looks really good. I think it looks gorgeous, actually. Um, but it's not for everybody, but I like it. I like it a lot. So thank you, Derek, for buying this so I can play it. Um, <laughs> thanks, buddy. No, thanks, Daddy son. Derek. I'm Derek. glad I got you something for my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it should be. Thank you. Yeah, you uh, <laughs> Thanks, um, Dad. Really quick, wanted to mention I have played a little Axiom Verge 2 on the Switch. Me too. Yeah. This game is uh, it's good, but I would describe. I feel like if if we say one more time that it's a kind of pixel art Metroidvania action <laughs> RPG, someone's head's gonna explode because they're like, how many more of these do we need? Yeah, I feel like this month especially, or was it July? I don't know. I feel like we're in the season of that, where it's like, I literally just played four of these, yeah. and now I'm playing another one. And listen, some of them are good, some of them are bad, and uh-huh. some of them are fantastic. That's great. But I feel like this game is five, six years too late in terms of some of the stuff it's doing. It does have some cool things it introduces uh, mm-hmm. a few hours in. I do like it. But it's hard to recommend this one to folks who aren't all in on this genre. Like if you're not already a big fan of Metroidvanias, and you know, I, you know, if you don't already love kind of that retro throwback visual style, if you didn't love Axiom yeah. Verge One, it's kind of hard to recommend it. Yeah, so. it's as throwback as it gets to. With some of those sound effects are like ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah, like uh, there was something somebody was doing. Where it's, I don't know, it might have been somebody just walking, and it was like, pff, like super distorted. Like, pff, pff, and I'm like, this is yeah. so '80s. It's so ridiculous. Uh, you might even say it's trying a little too hard at times. But maybe, um, maybe again, yeah. it's not bad. It's getting good reviews for good reasons. I think it's a yeah. good game if you like that genre. But uh, yeah, I like it so far. It's hard one to recommend to everybody, but. I think it's only 18 bucks on most platforms at the moment. So, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. And I think the right. price is like 20 or something. Let's close out with some stuff that we're watching, which, by the way, I've liked this section, and it's actually given me some stuff to watch. You know, it's gotten me to get into Mr. Robot and uh, yeah. you know, other movies and shows here and there. So I do like hearing about what you guys are watching. So I'm How gonna... is that treating you, by the way, Tim, real quick? <clears throat> uh, I like it. I the first, I'm in the second season, and it's getting kind of bogged down. It's not sure. The first half of the second season is definitely slow, but keep keep at it, though. And it's not so much that it's slow. I don't mind the slow. It's actually just, like, it's kind of exhausting to watch because, not to spoil too much, but there's a lot of, like, internal struggle that a character right. is having. And yes, it's kind yes. of, honestly, it's getting a little annoying. I'm like, I understand what you're doing with this character. Can you please move this, the plot along? It's just, it's getting, this that's, is the second season. That's, that's, why, that's, that's why season two is a, is a lot of people's, like, I still liked it, but a lot of people's yeah. least favorite. Yeah. Um, but, but that's the that thing. being said, season one, episode one, I guessed what the big reveal would be really early on. I picked up on sure. a couple of little cues that I was like, oh, they're going to do this with it. And I kept watching for clues along the way to see if I was right or wrong. And it just kept confirming every certain scene that involved certain characters. I was yep, like, yep, yep. this is totally what they're doing. And then so yeah. when the reveal happened, I was quite underwhelmed personally. But <laughs> I, I still like exactly it. what oh, happened. You're just so when I was smart. Watching the show too. <laughs> if we're talking about the same reveal. Yeah, like with there, characters. It's, it's a big reveal at the end of season one. And it's fine. Yeah. And Derek, I, I would actually it sounds like I'm saying I'm so smart. I'm actually not like <laughs> no. a lot of a lot of shows can kind of pull one over on me uh, with that kind of reveal. I'm like, oh, I should have seen that coming. Like I usually. But no, the fact I remember I, what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah the fact that, 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 was, that one was very that, obvious. This, um, 
it was a little disappointing. This show definitely has stuff later on, and especially like right towards, like right at the end that you're just not going to anticipate. So. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, so season three good. onward is just like holy crap, dude. Yeah, and I'm, so I'm still watching it. Like I, I still like it. Um, yeah. But so you know, you know, sometimes when shows want certain characters to really communicate that they're nervous, um, and a lot of times it's like, yeah, but to other characters, they could see this as obvious guilt, and that's getting a little frustrating too, where they'll kind of like sit there and stare in mm. fear, and I'm like, did they get directed to look so obviously guilty? Like I don't know. I, I, Probably. That's, annoying me a little bit but i still like the show i'm still watching it but um good good what is coda i know these oh others... I'll, I'll get my stupid bull crap out of the way first um so we can get <laughs> to the mainstream stuff coda stands for child uh, or children of deaf adults and this is a movie that just hit apple tv minus or whatever the crap they're calling it um and uh yeah i highly recommend it this one is one that i think ev- like quite literally everybody would really like because it's uh this 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 girl this uh it's like a coming of age story she's in high school oh does she sing she, I think I saw she's this a singer ad. yes she's okay. she's trying to decide what she wants to do after high school whether she wants to be totally saddled as the interpreter for her family who are all deaf her brother and her parents are all deaf okay and she's been their interpreter like her whole life since she's been born mm. so does she want to be stuck doing that her adult life or does she want to actually go to college and do something that she's very pat like feels very passionate for like singing and stuff. Yeah. And so there's a lot, like, it sounds like it's cliched. Like, there's a lot of cliches in this. But I assure, I assure you, you haven't seen anything like this dynamic of, like, I mean, at least I haven't, where you have, like, a, a, a hearing-capable person in a family of deaf people, and that's the struggle that she's dealing with. And I, yeah. I there's actually a lot of humor in it, too. The like, trailer looked pretty good. In it. It's really funny. Yeah, um, that, that was the biggest surprise to me, is, like, how much I laughed. This is an Apple TV Plus exclusive, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Apple yeah, TV I'm, minus Apple TV Max. Apple Teeny. Apple Teeny. Apple Teeny. Apple Teeny. They should have called it that. it from now on. Apple Teeny. Apple All right. Which one of you guys watched Luca and did it I, awaken something deep inside you? It did. I'm a I'm a mermaid movie. I'm a mermaid boy now. Um, <laughs> and I'm just splishy splashing through the water. No, my wife yeah. and I watched it. We watched the trailer. You know, Disney's actually really good with like their animated movies doing a trailer that doesn't divulge a lot. Um, which could be a good and bad thing because it can kind of almost come across as boring, right? Like, I we watched the trailer, and I was like, oh, I mean, this looks okay, but we gave it a shot anyways. And then when you watch it, you're like, oh, there's a lot of heart here. Yeah. Um, and there's a, there's actually some decent, like, kind of stuff that's going on that the, the trailer just didn't divulge, and that's how you should make trailers um, and, and just kind of leave it up to the person to decide whether they still want to watch it or not. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was really uh, – the animation, obviously great. Um, beautiful, beautiful movie. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3-level quality oh of gosh. visuals, you know? <laughs> uh, you know? So, yeah, it's 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 really – it's yeah, it's, it's, it's just another – I think it's, like, mid-tier, maybe a little lower Pixar, cause, especially because a lot of their stuff is just yeah. so – Well, this is Disney, bad. not Pixar, right? No, it's, this it's is Pixar. Pixar. Oh, yeah. is it Pixar? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, okay. to me, it's, like, the bottom of Pixar, along with Good Dinosaur – and the oh, cars. bottom! Wow, because yeah. I really didn't like dinosaur. Right, dinosaur is like not. I would put, good. I'd I'd put it's ballsy there. putting good in that title. It's just so crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, but it's one of those things. Like it's in the same boat for me, where it's like the animation's great, overall oh, production amazing. quality's yeah. good, but when it comes down to it, especially up, like after reflecting on it, my kids rewatched it and I kind of watched pieces of it again. I was like, yeah, this actually wasn't all that great. It was um, just a, and I, I would probably get to that same conclusion if I saw it again, but it was just a little shallow. Like, it, I didn't expect that 
to be their first post Soul movie, where Soul is very deep mm, for right. adults and kids alike. But here's Lots the problem: there, but this if one I is had very seen shallow. this, if I had seen this and didn't know who made it, I might be like, "This is pretty good. Whoever made this did a good job." But knowing it was Pixar, my expectation you level was yeah. too high. I so. get that. I mean, that um, was my expectation. Soul was like one of my favorite movies of last year. Period. Like, I mean, it was just so freaking good. So, so Luca had a lot to live up to, and it just—I like—I liked up. it. I just didn't love it. And then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, "Yeah, this is." I mean, listen, even the worst Pixar movies are going to be better than most animation studios. So, sure. it's true. I mean, um, I, I thought it was endearing. Like, I liked the friendship as, uh, kind of angle. Like, I thought that was nice. And I mean, it was very sweet. It yeah. had a lot of sweetness to it. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. And I, I did hate the way people tried to politicize it. It's like, can it just be a sweet story? Does it have to yeah, that's confirm why I, your personal life experience? Can it? Just... I, I, uh, I call it the, the gay, not gay movie. Because <laughs> it's clearly like, there's a lot of, I mean, you could argue it's like a call me by your name, a lot of homosexual undertones to it, but it's not gay sure. because it's Pixar and they need to appeal to all markets. It's also sure. kids. <laughs> They're not thinking about that stuff at all. No. Oh my gosh. No. All right. Um, not everything's about sex. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, it is. Derek, Sarah's like, excuse me. Derek and Robert California are both like, everything yeah, is. Everything, <laughs> everything is. Everything sick. is gay. Um, or gay. Okay. Um, so I've seen so many little clips from Dave and ads for Dave. Who's actually watching this show? And is it worth Penis. watching as a show? Uh, yeah, I just, uh, I, I, I just finished it up. And, yeah, uh, Jeff, that's, you're watching that's, it too, right? I've been yeah. holding off on including it for this show because I wanted to wait till season two finished before I brought it up. But right, Kyle so, and I have been watching it, and uh, I think it's probably my favorite. I mean, I guess if you stack it up next to what we do in the shadows, those are both probably my favorite comedies on the air right now. Yeah. Um, like, I think Dave is just the highest bar of comedy. Um, and this this season had a little bit more heart to it than last season, but the laughs were still still yeah, funny. Still Each a lot of laughs, just, and yeah. they they went like they really wanted to do like like more artsy stuff, like whether it was just yeah. like a lot of like long shots with like no talking or whatever. But there's still a lot of comedy. I don't know. Okay. It's just like this this show really one upped itself in terms of yeah the quality, you know, type of quality show it actually was. Do you know what do you know what it's or who it's about? I do, and I was just okay. going to ask you: Is it just yeah, kind of like is it like longer versions of his funny music videos, or is it an actual show? It's an actual show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, his, music videos tell, like, his music yeah. videos tell these funny little stories, and yeah. they're usually like really inappropriate, but you can't help but laugh at them. Like that's kind of, yeah. I, I assumed his show was going to be very similar to that. But me too. That's why when I, as it gets deeper into like the the psyches of these characters, you're just like, whoa, this show has actually got like a message, and it's yeah. actually talking about stuff, and. He's, yeah. a, he's a talented musician, and he is quite funny. So. He is very funny, man. Um, pretty genius uh, writer in general, apparently, too. I this is all his. This is all his. Derek, uh, disagree. Do. This is all him writing Astute all this stuff. Astute observation. Yeah. I disagree. All right. Uh, did I miss anything? We're going to talk about Free Guy to Rap. Oh, Stargirl. Oh, Star yeah. I just wanted to shout out DC Stargirl, which on paper I was like, there's no way this is going to be good. I'm going to hate this. Uh, I started that and Doom Patrol at the same time, expecting Doom Patrol would be the one I finished first. And Stargirl was the one I was like, all right, I got to finish the season. And I finished it in like two days. And it was just so freaking entertaining and refreshing. Because yeah. uh, I don't like DC, CW, teen drama, hot people bullcrap. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. And this show is just but not... Hate, bro. It's not devoid <laughs> of that... Hot people. 
<laughs> it's just like this hot people drama is just not the same. Like, yeah. like I got gum in my hair. Oh, you're still hot though. Shut up. I call it CW shows are just handsome people problem shows. That's, yeah, all, exactly. that's all the shows are. <laughs> Handsome people. But Man, you one... you guys sound like a bunch of just angry uggos. Uh, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm afraid of being ugly. Sure. I can't. You're unattainable as a person, and and I can't be you. Um, but this one, I don't want to say it's devoid of any of that stuff. But there's like no love interest, anything in this first season for any of the main characters, and it's kind of like a Justice League light type of team up story, where it's Star Girl and like a bunch of other DC characters that are like third or fourth tier characters but uh, the show is just it's just quality entertainment and i do recommend it i think the uh green lantern girl was just introduced to season two um so i mean there's some people in fit some like this on hbo max uh is what i watched it on and Mm -hmm. now it's currently airing on cw and fortunately that didn't cause a dip in quality moving to cw like it's not like the flash now which where she looks like power rangers now it's not like what's the star character's name in the boys it's not star girl is it uh starlight starlight Starlight. okay okay yeah that's what i keep picturing when you said this one star girl this girl is like i love she has she has a cosmic staff that is like mjolnir Mm. and her outfit looks like captain america (laughs) so it's like that a mix-up of that i guess by the way, I think the boys is filming right now, right? I think it. I think it wrapped up. It's like post production or whatever. Ooh. So maybe it's, maybe somebody, a winter release. Doesn't it cast a supernatural guy so. in that? This yeah, they did. Yeah, uh, uh, was it Soldier Boy? Eccles, yeah. whatever his name is, something Eccles. Soldier yeah. Boy. Is that really the character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So funny. yeah. <laughs> it's like a Bucky or a Captain America or something. I guess. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. It's funny. All right. Well, the big movie that came out this weekend, and it sounds like it's gonna hit somewhere in the mid. 20 million for box office numbers which these this day and age it's not bad um is uh is free guy and free guy was actually i mean announced produced filmed finished a long time ago yeah yeah i shouldn't say finished but it was it was created you know filmed a long time ago um and finally finally got a release date i think it was supposed to release about a year ago originally right and they Mm. bumped it and then bumped it i can't remember all the details but all i know is it's it's been a long time coming and it's here now and uh it's of course if you don't know what this is it's a ryan reynolds uh vehicle essentially it's mainly it's it's a ryan reynolds movie uh thankfully he's not the only uh quality actor in it though and it's about him being this npc in an open world game as a bank teller and he's just living this kind of loop of a life and then he realizes there's more to it than that kind of the crux of it um i would the, what i put in our we were chatting about this today um five of us in our in our group before recording Mm -hmm. earlier today and to me it has little elements of things like truman show not as much heart of course as truman show but it has little pieces of that where you have someone kind of coming to a realization that their life isn't what it seemed there's elements of that this is woke he's he's woking he's he's he's, yeah he's woking up that's what they say he's woking um i hope that doesn't catch on but i think (laughs) i hate it's actually it's actually got more in common with something like a wreck it ralph or Even the good parts of something like a Ready Player One. Not, I'm, I know people. Some people really don't like that movie. That's fine. I love um, that movie, man. It's but very but I, I think it's got pieces of that too. Um, and I say those things as compliments because I found this movie to be really entertaining. And oh. we were talking about it earlier, where it's 
I think it's it's the right kind of theater dumb fun. I don't mean dumb because the movie's super dumb. It's more like I don't need this to make sense in the real world. I right. just kind of want a good, fun blockbuster mm-hmm. escapism, and that's what this movie does. And it provides just enough heart to kind of make you feel like happy at the end. You're happy with the way it resolves, and yeah. you like the characters and and this, at least to me, relative newcomer Jodie Comer, this British actress who's now coming out in the Last Duel with Matt Damon. She's like fr- French, or I don't even know what she is anymore because I'm Killing Eve, the show that that kind of launched her into movies i think she's british she's french in that show okay so i have mm-hmm. no idea what she is yeah i think i think she's i think <laughs> she's, she's so good at accents but um anyway all that to say i found her to be incredibly charming like she didn't phone it in like jeff was saying like she really actually she performed in it she didn't yeah. have to it's got um steve right, from british. stranger things is in it yeah uh, and i think he's pretty great uh, and of course taika watiti who Kind of chews up every scene, but that's okay because he's he's, he's excessive. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> that's just him as a person, apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I imagine he had fun, kind of just being able to perform and not worry about the direction, and just kind of got to be wacky and silly and jerk. Yeah. So, um, I liked it overall. It's one of those movies that I would totally see again, especially when it gets on some streaming service. I'll watch it with my kids, and mm-hmm. I think my wife would think it's funny and had a lot of good laughs. So, really I would fun. encourage folks don't overthink it, but it's it's enjoyable. It's it's a fun one to see in theaters too. It's one of those that's got lots so of visual stuff. It's happening. not rated R, right? It's PG thirteen. Uh, there's an F bomb in it, but that's it's it. That's it. You're, you're allowed the one in PG thirteen. Yeah. So there's there's enough. There's it's not rated R. No, not like the Suicide Squad, um, <laughs> which nice. is rated R. yeah. There there is there's violence in it that you see in GTA five, but it's not bloody. Like it'll be like. He'll it's slice some guy's silly. neck, it's, and, it's and you won't tunes. see the blood or anything. Yeah, yeah it'll loony. be like the camera yeah. gets it from camera behind, camera. and you don't see it. Yeah. yeah. So they make sure to keep it for for families, but there is an f bomb in it. I mean, there's F-bomb. a few moments in there that you know, there's some there's some stuff that for my kind of ten year olds, I might I might be like, uh, I might mute this part, but there's mm-hmm. only a couple of moments like that. Mostly, it's just silly and and fun. So it also has this guy who I've now seen in two movies in a row as the best friend. Um, I'm blanking out on his name. He's really funny. He oh, was in God. Ke- what is his name? He's he, was uh, in the, he was in the Kevin Hart. He was in Bad Trip movie. as well, right? With Eric Andre. Was he in yes. that? Oh, that's right. He was in that too. But he was in uh, Fatherhood with Kevin Hart as the best. TSA agent, right? Yeah. Yeah. TSA agent and Get Out. Yeah. And get Out. Oh, that dude. Okay. Yeah. 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 His name's like Lil Ray something. Lil Ray. How? How? Something like that. He's funny. He's funny in this. He does a good job in this too. So, all right. I'll stop talking. You guys have seen it. It's fun that a bunch of white people can't remember the black character. <laughs> <laughs> All right. His name right. is Lil Ray. Someone said it. That's it. Lil Ray. Hey, we know his first name. There's more to Lil Ray than that. There, there's more to that. I love these uh, NPC characters' names. Like, Guy is Ryan Reynolds' character, and his best friend is Buddy. Buddy. If I'm not yeah. mistaken. It is Buddy, <laughs> and it's actually on his name tag. It says Buddy. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the guy, this is in the marketing, so it's not really a spoiler. But because they did it like last week, they showed it. There's a character um, named Dude. There's a character named Dude, and it's like an upgraded version of Guy. So, <laughs> but he's not complete. He's not complete yeah. at all. So like some That's of his catchphrase, he literally says catchphrase, or he'll be like, "I feel adjective" or something like that. Like he, it's just so freaking funny. Is there a character named Bro? There is not. He sh- they should have named him Bro, but I think that would have been too on the nose because uh, Taika's <laughs> Taika's character is a bro. Okay. Yeah. Derek's gonna come out of that movie going, man. Tycho's like the hero of that movie, guys. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's like a. 
it's one of those really solid like seven and a half maybe eight out of ten type of movies yeah. so you can just go into it yeah I'm, I'm right there at seven yeah it's it's good and there's like i i feel like you mentioned this was made a long time ago i feel like they might have done some reshoots and rewrites when fox bought disney and i'm not trying to spoil anything or when, when disney bought fox i'm not right. trying to spoil anything but they Possible. included some stuff very clearly from certain properties in Disney, that which I was were like, which got no way this would work in our, if it was just fine. in our theater. That got big reactions. Oh my god, dude! It was massive. It was yeah. so freaking cool. Uh, it made me laugh so freaking hard. <laughs> that was like the biggest laugh for me. And there's a actor in it in the movie um, in the very first scene that was not in any of the trailers, and he shows up later uh, and has interactions with Ryan Reynolds, and he is by far the funniest part of the movie for me. Like he's oh my god, is, dude! Is, is it? character movements like is it hugh jackman bagging and stuff and like no i wish it was hugh jackman that would have been perfect but it was there, uh, there is a faceless character who i swear is hugh jackman's voice and it could have been i didn't look it at could have been jackman. we we could find out later yeah but listen ryan reynolds just for me he just kind of hits that yeah that perfect tone for me personally like i i love his sense of humor i love his delivery and there were certain lines i'm like I guarantee you when they shot that scene, they just mm-hmm. kind of let him do 50 takes or right. something. And sure. it just seems like... That's much like thing. Deadpool. Much like Deadpool where he's just like... He brings all most of that stuff out himself on the set that day or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think uh, I think this character is like good guy Deadpool, basically. Because he's still the same witty guy, but he's just a good guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, There's one of not that... like a meta wall-breaking thing going on. Fourth wall-breaking thing going on. Early in the movie, he he gets coffee from the, the same exact coffee he gets from the same exact girl every day. And he goes, ooh, that's pretty hot. It's like I just lost my virginity in my in mouth. My mouth. <laughs> she's like, what? That sounds like a Deadpool thing. Yeah. It sounds like a Ryan Riddles like, made that yeah, up yeah. type line. That's yeah, good. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. He says something, one line about Jesus, too, where he's Well, like, yeah, his line is, uh, it's it feels like um, Jesus caressed my tongue and then told my father he was good enough. all right it was really funny yeah i I love ryan reynolds but anyway all that to say i recommend it it's worth seeing in theaters if you've got time and money to do so um but that does it for us this week i think that covers all the stuff we're playing all the stuff that we are watching and uh next week when does psychonauts 2 come out okay that's in two more weeks so we'll be able to talk about that yeah next week is uh 12 minutes 12 minutes, that's right. I think it's the only yeah. big release. Next yeah, time. 12 minutes, and uh, well, I'm going to play the Black Panther DLC. You guys can... I'll, I'll be playing that, too. Yeah, I'll finally have stuff to talk about. I'll still be playing... Tsushima Director's Cut, I believe, is next. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's nice. Yeah, Thanks, that's guys, for joining. Probably what I'll be talking about. Yeah. Derek, happy birthday this week. Hope you enjoy it. Thanks happy for... Joining. Happy 27th. Feliz cumpleaños. 29th again. Am I right, girls? 